You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program. I love using this song. I love using this song because in the music video for this song, they actually burn an InfoWars magazine. Too bad. You're opening up an InfoWars show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome to the program. Very big show we have for you today. In the third hour, I will be joined by Patrick Howley. He'll be breaking some very big news on this program today, so you're not going to want to miss that. Uh, We'll be talking all about immigration and COVID-19, of course. And uh, January 6th and a whole host of other insane nonsense. But first, here is John Bown, the border tsunami death trap bandod video. Border Patrol is overwhelmed with all the processing. And now we're seeing COVID cases increase, especially amongst detainees that are coming across the the river and and, and that are being in custody with Border Patrol. We're seeing Border Patrol agents that are being affected by COVID because of this. McAllen, Texas, has always been ground zero for the invading tsunami from the south spreading into the interior of the United States. The situation has been debilitating to the local economies and the tranquility of the valley as it is known for years. As the cries for help have again fallen on the deaf ears of a Washington, D.C. establishment in the pocket of the United Nations Cloward and Piven strategy. We keep on asking, uh, requesting, almost demanding to our president, Congress, and the Senate, look, open up and take care of our borders, take care of uh, the immigration issue, because we as a municipality should not be burning some of the costs associated, and currently we are. Hoof and mouth disease is on the horizon. A lot of these people are coming from countries that have hoof and mouth disease, and that would be devastating for the United States livestock industry if hoof and mouth disease shows up in the United States. And it's a big concern because a lot of these people that are sneaking in here could have that virus on their tennis shoes. Uh, that's a that's a huge concern for us. It would be absolutely devastating to, to the United States agriculture industry if that if that disease shows up. Many of these people are alone, like this little boy right here. Barefoot. And, and they're just disappearing. Who's this little kid? That's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed little boy with a Hispanic lady and a baby. But now the warnings from the authorities in the area have finally reached a breaking point that not only threatens the southern region of Texas, but the entire country, as the microcosm of McAllen, Texas, will soon be the macrocosm of the United States. They're putting their political party over the public safety of our entire country. Look, in 2006, the Secure Fence Act was passed. 80% of the Senate voted for it, both Republican and Democrat. It clearly stated in there that they mandated and directed DHS to do what? to build wall in 2006. They went into great detail of how effective the wall is. And since then, you've had prominent senators like Senator Obama, Senator Hillary Clinton, Senator Schumer, and then Senator Biden all brag about how they voted for the wall and how effective it was. We use phrases like undocumented workers. We convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration. Now they like to use the word undocumented because it's more political. I don't use that word. They're illegal immigrants. It's us is the humanitarian crisis, and it's an OTM crisis. Just take out the factor of the women and children. It's an other than Mexican crisis right now. We're, you know, being invaded by third world country people and in those third world country people are 
the special interest aliens. McAllen, Texas Mayor Javier Willibosius warned that the situation is getting worse. He said the positivity rate has gone up so they can't be transported. The hotels are getting filled up. They're being transported, and at the very end, we cannot hold them in one place unless they want to be. What just could be the nation's current COVID epicenter, the Rio Grande Valley in southern Texas, dealing with a surge of hospitalizations and death, leaving families in anguish and doctors overwhelmed. More than 1,000 dead there, and those numbers only continue to rise. There are 12 hospitals serving three counties here, about one and a half million people and doctors have said that they have been almost overwhelmed. Uh, We're talking about cases where patients have had to be uh, transferred to other hospitals as far as 700 miles away, Lindsay, uh, to find, to get treatment uh, for various illnesses, including COVID-19. In the coming year, the border chaos will reign supreme. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to American Journal. My name's Harrison Smith. You can find this video and share it at band.video and infowars.com. Very glad that you're here with us today. Let's just get right into it, shall we? We'll begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. Lindsey Graham is the first vaccinated senator to test positive for COVID-19. Senator Lindsey Graham became the first senator to disclose a breakthrough infection after being vaccinated against the coronavirus, saying Monday he's very glad he received the vaccine, without which his current symptoms would be far worse. I'm so glad I got this vaccine that didn't prevent me. From getting COVID-19. Can you imagine if I hadn't been vaccinated? I might have COVID-19. But I do. It's all very confusing. Quote, I feel like I have a sinus infection. And at present time, I have mild symptoms. The 66-year-old Graham said, I'm very glad I was vaccinated. Because without vaccination, I'm certain I would not feel as well as I do now. My symptoms would be far worse. Isn't that amazing? You have story after story about people dying from COVID-19 and their last words as the breath leaves their body is, I should have been vaccinated. I was wrong. But people who get vaccinated and then get COVID-19, they're very happy that they're vaccinated because if they hadn't been, then it it definitely would have been worse for sure. For sure it would have. Okay, sure, sure it would have. Meanwhile, of course, it goes on to talk about the fact that he was uh, on uh, Joe Manchin's houseboat at the time, along with Senator Chris Coons, and uh, Senators John Thule and Jackie Rosen. So just uh, Lindsey Graham hanging out, diseased with a bunch of uh, fellow Democrats on a boat, swilling uh, champagne and talking about how they're robbing you blind and destroying your country. Very, very fun times in Washington, D.C. Fourth Capitol riot cop, 26, commits suicide. D.C. officer kills himself six months after January 6th. Incredibly strange set of stories. The fourth police officer who was at the Capitol on January 6th to die of suicide in the six months since that event and the second to kill himself in just the last few days. Officer Gunther Hashida, 43, a father of three, took his own life on July 29th after the uh, riot on January 6th, while D.C. police officer uh, Jeffrey Smith shot himself on January 15th. 
and U.S. police officer Howard Livensgood killed himself three days after the riot on January 9th. But the strange thing about this and how this is being um, written about is that the last officer to commit suicide, Kyle DeFreytag, who, do- who died on uh, July 10th, he'd responded to the Capitol insurrection on January 6th and worked the later shift that day. De- DeFreytag had been positioned outside the Capitol. So I don't think this guy was even at the riot, to be honest with you. I think he, it says here he was working the late shift serving to enforce curfew violations on January 6th. So I think it's a little dishonest to say he was, um, you know, a Capitol police officer at the riot. I think he responded to the riot later and was enforcing the uh, curfew long after the riot died down. So I think that's just a dishonest reporting on this. But incredibly strange, the announcement of his death on Monday came just hours after it was revealed a third officer had taken his own life following the riots. And again, just the situation of these suicides, supposed suicides, are suspicious on their face. For example, U.S. Capitol Police Officer Howard Liebensgood killed himself three days after the riot. And D.C. Police Officer Jeffrey Smith shot himself on the way to work on January 15th. That, that alone just seems strange to me. Uh, maybe it's not as strange as I think it is, but it seems strange to be on your way to work when you decide to uh, kill yourself. Very odd, very odd things, very odd uh, occurrences here, and we'll look into this. But I think it's pretty outrageous to suggest that somehow uh, a minor riot six months ago was in any way the cause of four people killing themselves. Uh, why? I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. There is no connection there. It's simply... Very strange and inspires much more questions than we have answers. We'll keep you up to date on that. To fight vaccine lies, authorities recruit an influencer army. And again, just like everything else we're experiencing over the last several months, you've got to ask yourself, where does this go? What are they justifying by framing it around vaccines or coronavirus uh, that we wouldn't be particularly happy with any other time? What are they getting away with because of the fear that they have inspired? Are we okay with the U.S. government paying underage teenagers thousands of dollars to promote ideas without disclosing that they're being paid to promote those ideas? Is that something we really want to do in this country? Is that really a box we want to open? I think that's incredibly disturbing. Literally, this New York Times article highlights a 17-year-old TikTok creator, not old enough to vote, not old enough to smoke cigarettes, not old enough to buy beer or run for office. She is old enough to be paid tens of thousands of dollars by the U.S. government to promote a poisonous fake vaccine, gene-altering inoculation to her underage followers. Very, very bizarre uh, Pandora's box really being opened here. Oh, but it's for the vaccine. Oh, but it's for health. Oh, but it's for COVID. Okay, and it'll stop there, right? Now that we've opened this Pandora's box, now that the government knows that it can pay, it can use your tax money to pay underage softcore porn TikTokers uh, money to promote any idea that they have. It'll be a lot easier to uh, control the youth when you can just openly control their idols.
really uh, makes it extremely convenient to control the minds of the young. Editor-in-chief of Germany's top newspaper apologizes for fear-driven COVID coverage. The editor-in-chief of Germany's top newspaper, Bild, has apologized for the news outlet's fear-driven coverage of COVID, specifically to children who were told, quote, they're going to murder their grandma. You realize that was kind of a weird thing to say, huh? You realize maybe that was not the healthiest thing to tell children? That their very existence will kill their grandmother? (laughs) Yeah, 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 I I could have told you that. Thanks for the apology. In a speech delivered to camera, Julian Reichschelt said sorry for Bill's coverage, which was, quote, like poison and, quote, made you feel like you were a mortal danger to society. Reichschelt directed his main sentiment towards children who've been terrorized by fear-mongering media coverage, which has caused child depression and suicide to soar across the world. Yeah, but it's the flu. Yeah, but guys, but guys, the flu. There's the flu going around, so we're going to go ahead and tell millions of children that it's their fault, that they have to stay home, be alone, cover their face, and uh, failure to do that is going to kill grandma, and grandma might die anyway, and it'll still be their fault. Oh, and then they had mental problems because of this? (laughs) Who could have told you that? Gee, gee, thanks for the apology, sir. House committee finds COVID-19 leaked from Wuhan lab. That's right, folks. Headline here from Rebel.News, Alex Jones was right all along. InfoWars was right all along. And Senator Tom Cotton was right all along. What was once a conspiracy theory may now be conspiracy fact. According to a new congressional report, Chinese scientists altered the Corona-19 virus or COVID-19 virus under unsafe conditions at the Wuhan Institute of Virology prior to the coronavirus outbreak. The report runs contrary to early efforts to stifle the so-called lab leak theory by the New York Times, which dismissed the theory theory by tying the hypothesis to racism and xenophobia. What? (laughs) They what? (laughs) It was something that was true, but they didn't want it reported on. So they blamed racism and xenophobia. (laughs) I'm shocked. I tell you shocked, utterly bemused by all of this. (laughs) it's just like oh god it's just we're just in a groundhog's day infinite repetition of retarded nonsense like that's just we're just in groundhog's day but instead of bill murray our main character is uh me and every time i wake up i'm just being slapped in the face with a fish like a monty python sketch just over and over and over again just your world is ridiculous your leaderships are psychopathic liars and everyone around you is going along with it and they think you're the crazy one <laughs> ah! <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> ladies and gentlemen owen schroyer here the host of the infowars war room and i am very excited about our latest supplement edition to infowarsstore.com now i've been supplementing with greens fibers and vegetable capsules for a long time and so i was excited to hear that we were adding our own greens fiber caps to infowarsstore.com But then I read the ingredients and I was blown away. Listen to this. Organic pea fiber, organic alfalfa leaf, organic wheatgrass leaf, organic cilantro leaf, organic kale leaf, organic flax sprout, organic quinoa sprout. 
Ladies and gentlemen, all of these things are so incredible for your health. Just one of these ingredients can be a life-changing supplement for your health. And we've packed it all in to Fiber Green Caps at InfoWarsStore.com. So I'm excited to add this to my supplement routine every day. I suggest that you do the same thing. And right now, it's at an introductory price of $19.95. That's 33% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The biosecurity state is here. It's an anti-human eugenics operation training us that humans are dirty, bad, and evil. The corrupt puppet prime minister of Canada who says he admires the communist dictatorship of Xi Jinping and wishes to make Canada the same has announced that they're buying vaccines for every person in the country all the way out to 2024. And that in 2024, you will again take two shots. And he says it'll be whatever... Pfizer cooks up and wants to put in your body. This is the Rockefeller Foundation. They developed this whole plan with Bill Gates. They're now implementing it, and now they've announced that U.S. policy is set by the private Rockefeller Foundation. Of course, the Rockefeller Foundation, by the 30s, was the main funder of Adolf, Alois, Hitler, and the eugenics at Cold Springs Harbor that trained the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute in Germany. And Wars will continue to steadfastly fight this. I don't know how long we can. The enemy's coming for us all now. God bless and good luck. I would, again, get right with God right now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. The so-called lab leak theory dismissed as racist and xenophobic when Senator Tom Cotton proposed it. proposed it he was widely denounced as a conspiracy theorist and yet we were proven right imagine that imagine that wow shocking isn't it the report authored by the minority staff on the foreign house affairs committee says that the wuhan lab was engaged in quote dangerous genetic modification research on coronaviruses at unsafe biosafety levels The report also reveals unsafe working conditions at the lab and new information which shows the Chinese government sought to mislead the world about the experiments taking place, this according to the Washington Free Beacon. Congressional investigators say researchers at the lab, quote, had the ability to genetically modify coronaviruses as early as 2016 without leaving any trace of that modification. Man, if only Congress had read InfoWars, we would have had this information a year and a half ago. But hey, better late than never, right? Of course. Uh, Laurel, uh, folks, I have a shameful announcement to make for the first time in my entire career here at InfoWars. I've been proven wrong, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Yesterday, I talked about the man masquerading as a lady in order to dominate in the Olympics in Tokyo Games. And I insinuated that he would blow his competition out of the water on account of him being physically a man. I was wrong, and he has failed embarrassingly. I do apologize for that prediction. Uh, It won't happen again, folks. I'm ashamed. Laura Hubbard's groundbreaking Olympics debut did not quite go as planned. Hubbard, who made history as the first transgender athlete to compete at the Olympics, was eliminated after failing to lift, uh, after failing to record a single lift in three attempts on Monday's over 87 kilogram superweights. The New Zealand native missed her first lift at 120 kg 
In the snatch, (laughs) what? (laughs) With the bar going over her head and behind her back, the judge then ruled against her second attempt at 125 kg. Her third attempt at 125 kg also resulted in the bar going over her head, resulting in an unceremonious end to her competition. (laughs) Oh, so sad. U.S. bread donut makers urge Biden to roll back biofuel requirements. A trade group representing some of America's biggest baked goods companies is urging the Biden administration to ratchet back its biofuel ambitions, arguing that using fuel made from crops could raise the cost of donuts, breads, and other food. The complaints mark an unusual entrance by the food industry into the U.S. energy policy debate and puts it it in an unwitting alliance with big oil, which has for years opposed regulations requiring that fuels made from corn, soybeans, and other crops be added to the nation's gasoline and diesel. What, what a ridiculous and backwards attempt to cure the planet, I guess. I mean, who knows why these things are implemented in the first place, what sort of deranged logic they use in order to uh, justify some of this crap. But it doesn't take a genius to understand that at a time when we were a Uh, national exporter of oil, as we had a surplus of oil to deal with, why we would be spending tens of thousands of acres of farmland on growing corn to then process into ethanol to then add to the oil as a fuel replacement, when at the same time we have skyrocketing food prices, uh, oil, you know, uh, soil depletion, massive uh, problems because of the over farming and uh, you know lack of nutrition in many places why that would ever go forward is beyond me but now it looks like there's some sort of pushback unfortunately this is because uh, well things are running low mckay said uh, mackey said the group held the meetings because its members are hearing from suppliers of soy and canola oil staple ingredients in many, many foods that they could run short of stocks by the end of the year as demands from the biofuels industry compounds already tight global markets quote we're trying to ring the alarm without being alarmist so incredible it's just like like uh we're running out of food can we please stop pouring our food into our cars <laughs> please can you we can you stop pouring the stuff that we eat into our automobiles because of your insane delusion about global warming you freaking weirdos it's absolutely incredible new york times has this story stories from the great american labor shortage we're talking about the problem that companies are having finding uh, employees to actually work, uh, which is kind of hilarious because, again, it's very obvious why people aren't working. They're getting paid more not to work. Do I need to take an economy course to understand that if you pay somebody $3,000 a month to do nothing – they're going to choose that over $2,000 a month to work eight hours a day in a hot kitchen? Is this that hard to figure out? No, it's obvious, and it's all part of the plan. Truly incredible. Here's an update from the uh, Arizona audit. Wendy Rogers' response to Maricopa County and Dominion refusing to comply with Senate subpoenas, quote, arrest them. But see, this is uh, typical in today's world. And in fact, here's the uh, next story that goes right along with this. Migrant surge prompts mass releases of illegals in McAllen, Texas. Greyhound buses still being used. Governor's executive order not being followed. You see what happens in the modern incarnation of America is that the people that uh, the American people elect into office to be our leaders and be our authority and actually have the power to order the organs of the state to carry out you know, the will of the American people, if they're on the right 
and they issue an order, that order just gets blatantly ignored and they just don't do it and nothing happens and nobody holds them to account. And it just happens over and over, whether it's uh, subpoenaing, uh, you know, issuing subpoenas for the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and Dominion Voting System. And they're just like, nah, we're not worried about it. And then the state senator's like, all right, well, now you're going to be arrested. And the cops are like, no, we're not going to do that. Meanwhile, you have uh, Governor Abbott issuing an executive order to halt the human trafficking and mass transportation of uh, illegal immigrants across the state. And they just keep doing it anyway. They just ignore it outright. Meanwhile, you know, on the other side, you have. Uh, Democrats issuing orders to people who they don't have any authority over, and then the people just do it. <laughs> they just carry it out. Thinking, of course, about you know the uh, statue that got torn down uh, fell on that young man's head, gave him brain damage from which he is uh, still recuperating. That entire event was caused by a state senator there in Georgia uh, who had no authority to dictate to police whether or not they could actually arrest people engaged in riotous behavior but she inserted herself into that conflict and said i'm a state senator and i'm ordering you to stand down and the police are like okay i guess i will so it's just like chain of command you know actual authority actually you know people voted into office who then issue orders they then get like that's not a thing anymore the american people have no oversight over our government anymore even if we get people into office even if they issue the orders that we want them to issue the people on the ground have a loyalty to a higher power in their mind the power of the progressive mob and they'll do whatever they decree and then nobody on our side will hold them to account or punish them or make sure that this doesn't happen in the future it's a downward spiral upon which we are rapidly spinning election experts seth keschel releases national fraud numbers and finds 8.1 million excess votes in the u.s elections and affirms trump's win in pennsylvania michigan wisconsin nevada arizona georgia and michigan and will or minnesota rather and we'll get to all of that in just a little bit. According to the Washington Street Journal, almost half of recent UK COVID deaths are people who have already been vaccinated. Just so you know, when they say pandemic of the unvaccinated, you tell them that they're denying science. Children stopped at the border likely hit a record high in July. And we'll talk more about illegal immigration. So some really shocking videos uh, later in this hour as well. And finally, this story. George Soros' right-hand man, Howard Rubin, is sued by women accusing him of beating them in BDS crimes. What? What? I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us. Word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro-God. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
Welcome back, folks. Wake up to American Journal broadcast alerts. Text Wake Up USA, all one word, to 833-637-1776. That's Wake Up USA, all one word, to 833-637-1776. And that's a new number. So if you've already texted that uh, before, you may need to text it again because you may be on an old number. And unfortunately, we didn't under we didn't know, we didn't realize, but the uh, text message alert system was in fact run by globalists, and they didn't want to they didn't want to carry our message, so we had to find a new one. That's just how it goes, folks. That's why we rely so much on your support because there's not a lot of heck there's not a heck of a lot of support out there for truth tellers in this decrepit, despicable corporate world. So, folks, if you do want to support everything that we do here, go to InfoWarsStore. Com. Get yourself some of the new organic greens fiber caps. It's like back when your mom and dad used to tell you to eat your vegetables. Uh, that's all we're asking you to do here, except who wants to eat vegetables? No, we've just compacted them into pill form, into capsule form. All of the power of a great, big, disgusting salad. Put all of that nutrition in a single supplement, and it's really incredible. And I'm not kidding. You got wheatgrass, flax sprouts, organic pea fiber, organic alfalfa leaf, organic cilantro leaf, organic kale leaf, organic quinoa sprout. <laughs> Quite literally, folks, sounds like a salad my wife would order. It really does. <laughs> would you Would you like to try our our pea fiber, alfalfa, cilantro, kale, quinoa sprout salad? Mm, yeah, sounds tasty. And I'm like, oh, God. All the cheesesteak, please. Extra cheese. Uh, but so, no, I don't like eating vegetables, but I do like being healthy. And, well, that's where vitamins come from. That's where the nutrition comes from is the vegetables in many cases. So if you don't want to eat a salad, just go ahead and uh, buy yourself the Organic Greens Fiber Caps and you get all of that health, all of that nutrition, all of that goodness in a simple, easy-to-swallow capsule. Truly a great, great thing for people like myself and probably a lot of people that watch this show as well. Now, I was going to go to a, a video here, but I think I'll save it for a little bit later because I want to watch the whole thing. It's uh, Mark Dice, and I played a clip of it yesterday on The War Room, but he goes around uh, getting people to sign a petition to arrest and jail all unvaccinated adults, which is just hilarious. Later in the show, in the third hour, I'll be joined by Patrick Howley, and he Uh, is going to be breaking some big news on our program, but also he's just released uh, several very powerful uh, reports on national files. So we'll be very excited to talk to him and a lot of videos to show you here as well. I want to go to video number five now, because when we come back, I'm going to talk about migration. I'm going to talk about the ongoing invasion, hundreds of thousands of foreigners, foreigners pouring across our border completely unabated and actually being helped by the authorities that are supposed to be there to defend our border. And just like so much other stuff that we deal with on a daily basis here, we have to keep reminding ourselves that this is not normal. They've done a very good job of convincing us that our current situation is normal, right? The new normal. Now, none of this is normal. And I like one of my favorite things now is to go back and listen to like radio shows from like the 90s and 2000s, just back when the world was sane, back when we were normal, back when people were not offended on behalf of other people for no particular reason, back when ideas that were blatantly ridiculous were treated as such. So we're going to go back in time a little bit now. We're going to go back all the way to 1993 when Democratic leader 
uh, Harry Reid, Democratic leader Harry Reid, a mere 26 years ago today, said, quote, no sane country would ever permit birthright citizenship for children of illegals. Here he is. If making it easy to be an illegal alien isn't enough, how about offering a reward for being an illegal immigrant? No, son, no sane country would do that, right? Guess again. If you break our laws by entering this country without permission and give birth to a child, we reward that child with U.S. citizenship and guarantee of full access to all public and social services this society provides. And that's a lot of services. Is it any wonder that two-thirds of the babies born at taxpayer expense at country county-run hospitals in Los Angeles are born to illegal alien mothers? There you go. The stories of Breitbart. Harry Reid in 1993, no sane country would grant birthright citizenship. Did something change? In the interim, in the several decades since then, is this statement no longer true? Of course not. It is insane what this country has fallen into. And it's worth it to stop and try to remove ourselves from this civilizational societal whiplash that we're currently experiencing. Where absolutely every one of our most basic values has been inverted in front of our very eyes in just the last few years. And now any attempt to go back even just 10, 12 years ago is seen as some sort of violation, blasphemy against this new religion they have implemented in our country. You remember in 2012 when Obama was running for re-election, he was in opposition of gay marriage. Now you will be hard-pressed to find a single conservative Republican who's against gay marriage. But back then it was the liberal, socialist, communist darling Barack Obama, that was against gay marriage. This is how fast things have flipped. That was 2012. Okay. It was nine years ago. It was not a very long time. It would be understand Like, that's about the amount of time that maybe you would expect a position on one side to change. But in this case, the position has completely flipped, inverted. And now to go back to the liberal position nine years ago, is to be a Nazi, is to be a <laughs> hateful bigot that doesn't have place in polite society. This is an insane amount of change that our country has experienced, and it's not natural. And this is the key thing you kind of have to understand. Same thing with transgenderism or homosexuality in children. You do not have an explosion of the likes that we've seen just by accident, just in a natural occurrence. It's never happened before in the history of mankind. It's a direct result of propaganda, indoctrination, and very intricate programs to introduce this and embed this into our society and into our culture. And so as we go and talk about the migrants that we're seeing pour across our border in endless waves, for some reason, most Americans have been like inoculated against common sense and reality. Absolutely no country in the history of the world would have stood for this. The only ones that did were places like the Roman Empire directly preceding its collapse. That's the only time in history, really, that a country has in some way, you know, mildly been able to handle 
the influx of a massive amount of a new population from a foreign country that doesn't hold their beliefs, doesn't respect their laws, doesn't believe in the things that they believe coming into their country and supplanting the native population. It's never happened before. The idea that this is being treated as not just normal but necessary and really unopposable is completely novel in the human experience even up to a decade ago. This did not happen. We were not okay with this. People were still coming across the border, but you at least had even the hardcore Democrat leaders like Harry Reid recognizing the basic logic and the most fundamental understanding of what a nation is to say how outrageous is it that not only are we allowing illegal immigrants in, we're rewarding them. We're encouraging them. It was as ridiculous in 1993 as it is today. That hasn't changed. What's changed is the perspective of the government. What's changed is the perspective of these people who have suddenly learned we can actually replace the people that don't like us. We can actually let those people die out and replace them with foreigners that actually agree with us and will vote for us and will allow themselves to be abused and oppressed without too much complaint. That's what this is all about. You think it's a coincidence that literally exactly the same thing has happened in Europe over the last 10 years? It's all a plan. It's all a scheme. And I'll show you some videos of exactly what it looks like on the other side. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products. But they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Thank you and God bless. Go to frankspeech.com and enter promo code ALEX or call 800-675-4614 and use promo code ALEX. The ultimate fluoride-free charcoal mouthwash is now available at InfoWarsStore.com and DrJonesNaturals.com for the lowest price possible to complete your daily mouth cleaning routine. It is the perfect companion to the new activated charcoal toothpaste all under our new line by Dr. Jones Naturals that will naturally give your mouth and breath a deep clean. This mouthwash only uses the best natural ingredients like real peppermint oil, thyme oil, xylitol, and of course, high-quality charcoal. Not only fluoride-free, this mouthwash is completely free of other dangerous ingredients such as SLS, harsh detergents, BPA, and so much more. As soon as you use it, you can tell that this formula is the real deal. So get your bottle of the new activated charcoal mouthwash right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.Video. back ladies and gentlemen to american journal Ooh, almost i almost spilled my coffee out of this beautiful 
Save the Frog's Coffee Mug from InfoWars.com. Got a little too excited, almost knocked it right over and uh, ruined all of my papers. That would have not, <laughs> not been good, folks. So we sort of laid the groundwork here and talked about how totally abnormal what we're experiencing at the southern border is. Uh, completely unprecedented in the history of humankind, with the exception, of course, of the last few years in Europe where exactly the same thing has happened. Now, in Europe, they had the excuse of war in the Middle East, the war that they started, of course, right? You start a war, you cause a refugee crisis, you bring all of those refugees into Europe. There's massive crime. The crime results in distrust and dislike of the uh, migrant population. You blame that on racism. You crack down on free speech. You roll out the heavily armed police. It's all going very according to plan. We don't even have a a war down south. I mean, it's not great down there. Let's admit that. But there's no big war. They don't even have anything to justify this. So kind of strange that exactly the same thing is happening with exactly the same consequences, using exactly the same tactics and often exactly the same non-governmental organizations bringing people over. It's kind of mind-blowing that it's so obviously coordinated and being rolled out as a actuated plan carried out by the elites of our country and Europe as a whole. Here's the story from Gateway Pundit. Migrants surge prompt, migrant surge prompts mass releases of uh, illegals into McAllen, Texas. Greyhound buses still being used. Governor's executive order just simply not being followed. The all-out invasion happening on the southern border is getting even worse. Over the last weekend, Border Patrol agents near McAllen, Texas encountered over 8,000 Illegal immigrants, 3,000 in the past 24 hours alone, and this simply the ones they've caught. Truly incredible. The only people reporting on this are a few Info Warriors. A few Info Wars reporters are down there. You also have uh, – uh, oh, shoot, I'm blanking on his name. There's uh, Bill Malugin, and um, I'm to find who I got these other videos from. In just a second, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name, but a few independent reporters are down there actually capturing this stuff. The mainstream media doesn't seem to care. The politicians don't seem to care. Even when they do issue orders, it just doesn't get followed and nothing ever happens. Let's watch some of these videos now. Clip number 17, all morning long, we've watched Border Patrol drop off multiple busloads migrants, of migrants at a Catholic charity in downtown McAllen. So uh, let's go ahead and roll this video, and I'll just narrate it over it. It's the one you've been seeing. Roll is B-roll in the background, but... Here you just see bus after bus after bus dropping off illegal immigrants. Uh, they say they come about every 30 minutes, drop off a bus load, uh, give them a wad of cash, put them in a car, put them on a plane, send them elsewhere in America. Don't issue a court date. Don't punish them in any way. Don't even attempt to verify whether or not they actually qualify for asylum. Just let them in, give them money, give them American citizenship, let them vote. Uh, don't punish them. And then once they're here, let them have a child. The child is a citizen. Now the mom's a citizen. Now they bring over the whole family. It's just going on endlessly. It's just never going to stop. It's just your replacement. Truly incredible. Uh, meanwhile, and we can go on and on. We can just dissect that video alone endlessly. The fact that it's unaccompanied children. There's uh, none of them look particularly poor. None of them look particularly in need they all are fat Uh, none of them look like they've walked very far whatsoever all of their clothes are perfectly clean 
They haven't been trudging through a desert. They haven't been making, you know, some sort of, you know, daring escape from some sort of, uh, you know, tyrannical government. No, no, they just see an opening. They're just taking advantage of you and your country. It's just, they're just bad people uh, exploiting your good nature. That's all it is. So you don't have to feel bad for these people. They're exploiting you. I, I understand that you're a good person and you want to think that you are helping the downtrodden. And hey, if a few people take advantage of that, it's okay because you know the the real issue is the downtrodden that you're trying to help. And a few people take advantage, that's fine. At least you're t- none of these people are are in need. None of these people qualify for the asylum that they will receive. They're just taking advantage of you, okay? That's all this is. If you, you know, go to an orphanage and, and are handing out candy to the children and there's a bunch of rich kids up the block that just come over and start taking the candy, you don't have to, like, feel bad for those kids. You don't, they're just being bad. They're just taking advantage. You don't have to support this. It's not good. They're not good people. You wouldn't do it to their country. You shouldn't accept them do it, doing it to your country. Can you possibly imagine there were hordes of thousands and thousands of white people just taking over a brown country. It would be unacceptable, right? This isn't even about race, though. This is about basic national sovereignty. That's all it is. But it is just amazing how the media is able to ignore this, and you can just imagine how they would frame it in the racial terms if this was uh, in the opposite direction, obviously. And frankly, they'd be right, right? (laughs) If they saw Mexico was being invaded by Americans— uh, and they were outraged at that, they would be right to be outraged, okay? This is called consistent beliefs of humanity that I hold, that nations have a right to protect themselves and look after their own people and protect their own people from outside threats, even when those outside, outside threats are using you know, a pathetic costume in order to get through your defenses. Let's go down to clip number 18. Another large group of 200-plus migrants has turned themselves in at the ballpark in La Jolla, Texas. Here it is. You see them sitting down, waiting transportation, just waiting their free transportation into a city near you. Again, they don't even have stuff with them. They have no bags, right? They've not traveled far. Uh, They have been carried by non-governmental organizations. Billionaires have paid criminals tens of thousands of dollars to simply escort these people into your country, at which time your country takes over and... The border agent officials, border patrol agents and officials uh, who are there ostensibly to protect your border have instead been repurposed into a taxi service carrying the invaders deeper and deeper into your homeland. Clip number 19, another night in La Jolla, Texas, another large group of illegal immigrants turning themselves over to border patrol. It's just, uh, you know, same place, but just another another group, another contingent, another battalion of invaders uh, being welcomed into our country uh, because they jumped the fence. I mean, that's just that's just how it is now. Let's go now to clip number 20. Uh, cartels and human smugglers are very tactical. They send large family groups across the border to suck up Border Patrol resources and then send the cartel members around the other side and here's the drone footage showing exactly that uh, mere yards away i mean maybe 200 yards away from where you have border patrol distracted by children and families you see this group of uh, adult men using the momentary distraction or to jump the fence and get away 
And this is typical. This is symptomatic. This is emblematic of what's going on as a whole. You distract the people with images of small children and families in need. And while they're very concerned and dealing with the innocence that you've put in danger in order to, you know, uh, justify or, uh, you know, bring about the sympathy of the people that you're trying to deceive, then you have the criminals sneak around back. This is just super, super typical. Like this is a symbol of everything going on in this world. These people are put up to it. The children may be kidnapped. We don't know. We have no way of verifying. What we do know is that these people are dishonest and despicable and using and taking advantage of your good nature by putting the children and the women out in front so they can sneak the adult male criminals around back. That's all that's happening, and there's an emblematic representation of it. Let's watch now clip number 21, an insane video showing a trooper in a high sp- uh, high-speed produ- uh, pursuit with human smugglers in Del Rio, Texas. Here that is. You see him pursuing a truck that runs off the road. Uh, the truck opens up, and here they come. Oh, here are the children. Oh, here are the poor, innocent, uh, loving uh, victims of oppression. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, just jammed into this Nissan Rogue, uh, 30 people clamoring over the fence and escaping into the brush, just like the innocent victims that they are, just like the poor, uh, you know, downtrodden, freedom-loving you know, uh, uh, victims of oppression that we must save. Is that what that looks like, or does this look like a bunch of cockroaches running when you turn the light on in your kitchen? Does this look like a bunch of criminals escaping from the police because they know what they're doing is illegal and wrong and they're worried about being caught? This is all a scam. This is all a scam. These aren't good people. These are criminals working with massive, the most powerful billion-dollar, trillion-dollar criminal enterprises you've ever seen in a concerted effort to destroy your sovereignty, overrun your country, and they're being aided and abetted in this attempt by your very own government. And it is beyond absurd. Let's close out with clip number 22, the largest group of migrants we've ever seen under a bridge in Anzaduas Bridge in Mexico. That is a small portion of the total number. The biosecurity state is here. It's an anti-human eugenics operation training us that humans are dirty, bad, and evil. The corrupt puppet prime minister of Canada who says he admires the communist dictatorship of Xi Jinping and wishes to make Canada the same has announced that they're buying vaccines for every person in the country all the way out to 2024. And that in 2024, you will again take two shots. And he says it'll be whatever Pfizer cooks up and wants to put in your body. This is the Rockefeller Foundation. They developed this whole plan with Bill Gates. They're now implementing it. And now they've announced that U.S. policy is set by the private Rockefeller Foundation. Of course, the Rockefeller Foundation by the 30s was the main funder of Adolf, Alois, Hitler, and the eugenics at Cold Springs Harbor that trained the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute in Germany. InfoWars will continue to steadfastly fight this. I don't know how long we can. The enemy's coming for us all now. God bless and good luck. I would again get right with God right now. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun. We're going to move on a little bit now, but I wanted to revisit this video, clip number 22, the largest group of migrants we've ever seen being held by Border Patrol under Anzalduas Bridge in Mission, Texas. And you can see 
this image and you see it's probably you've probably seen it because it's gone viral because it is so impressive the number of people i mean it is truly a shocking image of this crowd now estimates to this crowd uh place that number somewhere around a thousand what you're seeing here on this screen is a little less than that as you can't capture them all in a single image uh but maybe a thousand people around here so this just represents one area in one sector in one town of the texas border and you see the sheer number of people just to give you a little visual image of a proportion a small percentage of the number of people crossing every single day so take this image in your mind See what you're looking at here and multiply that by five or six or ten and you get an idea of the number of people crossing our border every single day. It is an absolute invasion. There are more people crossing our border in about half a month than landed on the beaches of Normandy on D-Day in order to free the entire continent of Europe. It is an active, engaged invasion of your country that is going on totally unopposed. It's unacceptable. And that alone is reason enough for revolution, in my opinion. Uh, and that's just the very tip of the iceberg when it comes to talking about the government. Truly incredible stuff. Now I want to go to this video that has been uh, making the rounds as well. Truly a fantastic destruction of the Democratic liberal talking points about voter fraud. It's uh, a man from, I believe, Harris County here in Texas standing up and talking about voter fraud. That has been exposed in this great state. Here it is. Voter fraud in Texas exposed. The is correct? Yes. Okay, please proceed. I'm confused. How is it that the Texas Rangers, the state of Texas, the DAs don't have as much evidence of voter fraud as I do? Now, I don't see if we got some handicapped people in the room. Which one of y'all want to stick this flash drive in your computer and listen to a lady from New Orleans who hasn't been on the voting rolls in Texas, shouldn't have been on it for the last 10 years, say that I didn't vote in the last presidential election, but yet she did in Harris County. Your problem is Harris County. The whole state of Texas is going to suffer. How does a dead person vote? Well, hold on. Is it one dead person or is it most? How are these dead people voting in Harris County? You don't want to see the evidence. Because somebody's benefiting off of this cheating. I'm an African American man, I live in a poor African American community. I have a problem with my representation. And they benefit from this. Would you like to see some mail-in ballots with all the same signatures? Talk to me. I bet you won't ask me no questions. See, because this is all real. Do something with these people. And for all these politicians that act like they don't know what's going on, you are a pathological liar. <laughs> the voter harvesters work for you. Do they exist? Yeah, they exist. I sat in a room with them, and they didn't know they were being recorded when they took the $12,000. I'll say it under oath. I said it all day. Because it's time to stop. I'm representing yourself.
for the Bills. Is correct? I love it. I love it. Incredible stuff. We need more people like him, and uh, we need more people like him in office. Maybe that guy can run for office. Like I, Just on that clip alone, I don't even see his face. I don't know anything about him. I'd vote for him over 90% of the representation that we see in this country right now because you can just hear the, the honesty, right? The man wants a fair election, and that's the least we can ask from our leadership, and we aren't even getting You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Folks, I'm not one just to throw around accusations, but there's a thief in this office. There's somebody in this crew who has stolen my vitamin C supplement. (laughs) Was it me? Did I lose it? I may be blaming other people for my own mistake here. But we usually have all three products, the vitamin D3 with calcium, the whole food multivitamin and the vitamin C with rose hips and zinc. And I don't see the vitamin C. So somebody in this office has snuck in to this studio after hours and stolen our vitamin C. And you won't be punished if you admit your wrongdoing and bring me back that vitamin C. J'accuse! There's a guilty man somewhere in that image that you're seeing. (laughs) Was it Matt? (laughs) Was it you? You thief stealing my vitamin C. I really needed that vitamin C, but that's all right. That's all right. I can always get more at InfoWarsStore.com. Now on sale, the vitamin uh, D3 with calcium, the vitamin C, as well as the multivitamin. Uh, I really like having all three of these behind my desk. All three of these behind my desk, gentlemen. (laughs) <laughs> I really don't know where the other one went. Uh, but, like, you know when we tell you, like, we here at InfoWars actually do take these supplements? Like, you know we aren't just selling you things that we don't take ourselves. And uh, it is not a – what's that? Oh, yeah, it's how much is left of the vitamin D. I mean, it, it's almost empty. I'm not sure if you can uh, if you can see how much of this we've taken so far. Uh, but it's the real deal, folks, and we know that it's the real deal. And so we uh, – you know, every once in a while, have have thieves in the office pilfering away our our supplements that are here, so I can talk about them on air, guys. This is uh, this is impacting my job, my ability to to do my job and to sell the things that keep us on the air. Go to infowarsstore.com. Don't be a thief. Pay for your supplements. <laughs> we need the income desperately. My God, they're trying to take us off the air. You can get all three of these. In the Mega Immune Support Pack, and I guarantee you all three will arrive. We'll keep Matt away from the uh, packing and shipping department. You can get all three of these on sale right now, InfoWarsStore.com. And like I said, we uh, we don't just sell this stuff. We actually take it. It actually improves our lives as well. Uh, to the extent that some will violate their, their uh, moral innocence to p- pilfer some away. It's uh, disgraceful, to be quite honest with you. Truly incredible. InfoWarsStore.com. Now, let's get into some of these uh, major stories. Again, I'll be joined in the third hour by Patrick Howley. And I'm like, I'm tempted to get into some of the stories that he sent me right now, but I'm going to wait. But they're very good stories, so you should know that uh, it's something that you'll definitely want to be tuned into. I thought this story was interesting from Engadget. Amazon is offering a $10 credit for your palm print. Uh, You know, it's just, it's... 
It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing to do to offer people bribes for their biometric information. I just don't trust it. I really just don't trust it. And it reminds me really of going back to like 1992 or whatever it was when Alex Jones, as a young man here in Austin, was protesting against uh, the inclusion of fingerprints on your driver's license or as a require as a as a prerequisite to get your driver's license, you would have to have your fingerprint digitally scanned. And it's in the same line as everything else that we talk about on a daily. Look, at, look how fast this crew is. I mentioned it literally 10 seconds later. They have the video up. It's incredible. All right. You're forgiven for stealing my vitamin C because you're just that good. You get away with things. It's fine. We need people like you. Uh, but yeah, there he is being arrested for standing up against this. And again, just like everything else at the time, I can, I can understand. I can forgive you if you thought Alex Jones was being hyperbolic, uh, sort of over the top, right? Who cares? You get your fingerprints scanned. Like, what's the big deal, right? You're going to go protest this. I don't see the big deal. I could understand that position back then. Now that you know where we are, now that you know the way biometric uh, uh, surveillance is being used, the way that biometric control is being enacted, don't you think you should have put your foot down early on? Don't you think you should have plugged that hole in the dam before it became a much bigger one that threatened to flood your entire society? Doesn't it make sense now why you put your foot down early and so it never gets to this point? And again, yeah, I'm just... I'm just one of these one of these conspiracy theorists that thinks it's kind of weird that one of the largest corporations in the history of the world and certainly the largest and in many ways most brutal and aggressive and greedy corporations in this entire country that is seemingly hell bent on not just destroying small businesses, but actively promoting a lifestyle of robotic insect like non-existence is offering money for your biometric information this is disturbing this is very disturbing to me so amazon is offering ten dollars in promotional credit to get people to sign up for its palm print payment system uh tech crunch spotted the promotional officer and shared a screenshot of it which you can peep below the uh, retailer launched amazon one last fall as a contactless way of authenticating purchases and allowing entry into stores using a biometric device in this case a palm scanner with surface hygiene a major concern during the pandemic the mood made sense <laughs> major concern uh covid19 palm scanning hygiene not a major concern biometric privacy invasion uh robotic ai controlled lifestyle implementation of a electronic religion these things are not of concern to these weirdos for some strange reason but you can just look at what um hey tell you what i'll take advantage of this crew right now last week there was a story about and i believe it was amazon but it was some big tech company i think it was amazon Amazon building its own city. Does anybody remember this from the crew? Amazon building its own city in California. And there was another story a little while ago about a municipality in Arizona allowing a big tech company to actually found a city and run a city there. And I I reported on this story. I talked about it. I showed it on the air. I had it printed out, and I cannot find it now. I can't. I've searched it, DuckDuckGo, Google, and I can't find it, and I might be going crazy. I might be going crazy. But even if they aren't creating towns, which they are, is this it? Facebook and Amazon are so big they're creating their own company towns 
Here's the 200-year evolution. All right, I'm not crazy. This is really happening. Let's describe to you what your dystopia will look like as led by places like Facebook and Amazon. And in fact, I, need to, I, I really need to do research and, and delve into this more. So I'll just give you a little taste of, of what I'm imagining because we already have the internal documents from Facebook that describe the culture of that company as so pervasively and invasively negative that people have psychological breakdowns where they say you have to act happy all the time. You have to never complain. You have to always approve of whatever your leadership is doing, and you have to actively support and encourage all of their activity. And if you don't, you'll be ostracized. You'll be fired perhaps, and you'll certainly you know, have a much harder time in the company. And the whistleblowers who have revealed this you know, just describe the absolute awful, oppressive, stifling, suffocating atmosphere that takes place inside these companies because you're forced to be happy. You're forced to look good. You're supposed to look like you're enjoying yourself, even though you know what they're doing is despicable and wrong. This happened in Google and, and Amazon and multiple other places as well. Amazon, infinitely worse, right? You can be fired by a robot if you work for Amazon. No human input whatsoever. Just algorithmically, they decide the robot decides, the AI decides you are no longer worthy of working there and you're fired. And they track their uh, employees to the extent of putting bracelets on their arms so they know that not a single hand motion is wasted. Not a single scratch of the ear or itch of the eyebrow uh, you know, detracts from their ultra-efficiency. Meanwhile, can you possibly imagine the – sheer ecological destruction that is being wrought by the trillions of cardboard boxes that are sent out and thrown away on on a weekly or monthly basis by Amazon just total destruction so just imagine a city where you 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 rent a home from the place you work you go into a contactless shop and you buy things from the company that you work for you're being uh, surveilled and censored and monitored by the company that you work for. You'll own nothing, you'll have no privacy, and you'll be happy. This is the dystopia that big tech and the other progressive elites that are serving their interests are lining up for us, and it's utterly horrific. I'll expand on that later in this week, but something to think about. Humanity has been domesticated by and large. The population has been trained to submit, do what you're told, and it's all going to pass. But if you study authoritarians, if you study the globalists, you understand that they reach a point where all the training is just beta, and you go into the point of being culled, being totally enslaved. And because the globalists see us as weak and see us as stupid, they are now making that move. And they are collapsing the third world with their economic weapons to then flood us with the third world that the UN will use as a weapon to then have us under such a crisis, under such a load, capitulate to the UN, whatever agreements they want us to sign, hoping that they will stop the flood of tens of millions of refugees, not fleeing COVID or climate change, as the UN and Klaus Schwab are saying, and Bill Gates is saying, but fleeing the year-long lockdowns that the UN and Bill Gates ordered them to institute or they wouldn't get more IMF and World Bank money. And that's why we have to really get educated about the globalists. We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. 
Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, who they considered to be the supreme ruler and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new kava chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.video. It does feel good, doesn't it, folks? It does feel good be a gangster all right folks uh let's get into some of this covid stuff because it's official folks we now have a congressional report by the house foreign affairs committee that has concluded that it is uh, highly likely in fact almost certain that covid did in fact come from the lab that's right House Foreign Affairs Committee lead Republican has released an addendum to his origins of COVID-19 report released in September of 2020. The addendum outlines evidence that points to the Wuhan Institute of Virology as the source of the outbreak and outlines some of the many steps researchers at the WIV, along with Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance, took to cover up the research being done there. It also breaks down how scientific papers written by researchers at the Wuhan lab did not only prove that the lab was doing dangerous genetic modification research on coronaviruses at unsafe biosafety levels, but also that the lab researchers had the ability to genetically modify coronaviruses as early as 2016 without leaving any trace of that modification. So this paragraph alone debunks everything we heard about coronavirus in the early days. The uh, uh, bat soup theory, right? And it just reminds me of way back in probably March or even February of uh, 2020. We'd already been reporting on this. You can see our videos from as early as uh, mid-January talking about the Wuhan lab, talking about how it was the likely source of uh, the outbreak, about how they had been um, accused of safety violations in the past, how they did have live bat coronaviruses there. Like we knew all of this, right? And I just think back to that time in a very particular conversation that I actually wasn't even involved in. It was my wife talking to some of her friends. And uh, it was just amazing to me that, you know, my, my wife's just like an innocent. She, she, isn't, she doesn't read the news really, like at all, ever, right? But she just has common sense and just sort of is able to interpret things normally, like a normal person should that hasn't been brainwashed into uh, – uh, like visceral reflex reaction of anything against the mainstream narrative is a conspiracy theory. And so it was just funny to hear, you know, cause I'd explained to her, Oh yeah, there's this lab. It's probably where it came from. They say it's the thing, but it's probably not that. And so I remember her saying to her friends, like, yeah, it, it looks like it may have come from a lab. Did y'all hear that? And they were like, Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. We heard that that's been debunked and it's a conspiracy theory. And it was just amazing to me that it was like, 
how could you possibly know that? How could you possibly know? I mean, even without saying it definitely was the lab, to just outright deny any speculation about that is a very strange thing to have people like like trained to do, right? Because they had no proof that it came from the wet market or the lab. They had no proof either way. We at the time were saying it looks like it's an awful lot like the lab because we have common sense and we've later been proven completely correct in all of this, right? Obviously. But at the time, sure, maybe we didn't know either one. But they weren't basing their rejection of the lab hypothesis on logic, on their own interpretation. This was an idea implanted into their head, and that's what you have to understand. Is that any normal person, when presented with this IQ test that we've been talking about, where did the virus come from, A or B, any normal person that has not been indoctrinated would be able to identify that the lab was the more likely source. It's only by intense indoctrination of such a level that people actually internalize it, right? They actually make it their own and think that it's their conclusion that they're coming to, to where they don't even have to be told this is a conspiracy theory. They just already know. And and it also reminds me of, I mentioned it before, there was uh, an interview with a state senator. It was an interrogation. He'd, um, no, it wasn't a state senator. I think it was the attorney general of Minnesota or something like that. He hit a guy with his car and he's being interrogated by the police to figure out if he was drunk while it happened or if he fled the scene knowingly and, uh, you know, all this sort of stuff. And the senator apparently was was looking at news on his phone while he was driving. And one of the things he was looking at was John Solomon's reports, justthenews.com, and a story about Biden and Biden's connection to China. And as the police officer is interrogating him and asking him about this and he sees that, you know, this headline, um, he refers to it as a conspiracy theory. He's like, so you're reading these uh, conspiracy theories or whatever. And it's like, again, how, how did this happen? How did we get so saturated in this indoctrination that a, a very – like John Solomon is a very respected reporter. He is very accomplished, very good, and has all of his sources and does not speculate about things and was reporting on very real ties between Joe Biden and China, especially through his son Hunter that actually exists and are documented in, in business reports and uh, leaked documents and on video and in audio. I mean just all the proof you could possibly need for what was being alleged. And yet this cop who had no like – he's this cop wasn't political. This cop didn't have a, a, an ideology. This cop didn't have – you know, a perspective that he was coming. This is just the average American mindset that they've been indoctrinated into. And it's just incredibly, incredibly bizarre to me. And it just sort of goes across the entire population where people just sort of know what they're expected to think is a conspiracy and what they're expected to think is legitimate news reporting. And they just filter it through themselves without having to be told. It's incredibly bizarre, incredibly bizarre because time and time again, we're proven right, right? Like, Time and time again, you would think people would recognize, hey, every time these guys say something and I call it a conspiracy theory, I'm wrong later. Like later it's proven that these guys are right. Maybe I should stop just reflexively considering everything that comes from anywhere but CNN as a baseless conspiracy theory that can be, you know, uh, tossed aside. Well, meanwhile, you have like actual conspiracy theorizing on MSNBC and CNN where they're ranting about how, uh, you know, Donald Trump's 
uh, shoe shiner from 1982 one time, you know, kept a Russian dollar as a memento. And, you know, that proves total conspiracy and he has to be rejected from the office. And people see that and not go, oh, wow, yeah, so very important. Meanwhile, you have a report about Joe Biden's son caught, you know, on video talking about how he's working directly with the, as he puts it, spy chief of China. Spy master, ultimate, you know, top spy in China that he's working directly with and engaged in a company with. This people just reject as a conspiracy theory. I know I'm kind of going around circles here. I don't know if I'm if my point is getting across, but hopefully, you know, people understand what I'm trying to express here because it's what we're up against. This is what we're up against. It's not necessarily that we provide info and they provide info and the American people look at both and decide that. One is legitimate and one is not. What we're up against is an entrenched, entrenched, uh, you know, purposefully implemented mindset in the entire American public that has been trained like a Pavlovian dog to react to certain stories negatively and other stories positively without regard to the content of the story. It's incredibly bizarre, and this is just yet another example of a time when. Before any information was out about this, the American people somehow had been trained to automatically and reflexively reject the lab leak theory, which has now once again been proven correct, as so much of what we talked about is proven correct. The question is, will Americans wake up? Will they realize that this is not just if this happens a few times? It's systemic. It happens constantly, all the time, with everything we say. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Thank you and God bless. Go to frankspeech.com and enter promo code Alex. Or call 800-675-4614 and use promo code Alex. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to American Journal. We're halfway through the program here today, and uh, the hunt is still on for the thief that has stolen our supplements. Our vitamin C supplement has gone missing, and uh, the hunt is on. The mystery is afoot. We'll get to the bottom of this one way or the other because, darn it, I need my vitamin C in the morning. Can't get through the day without it. Folks, well, I'm about to play a video for you. A little bit longer of a video, but it's uh, very important clips of David Martin from Plandemic Indoctrination. That's the second Plandemic movie. It's available right now at band.video, and it has about 500,000 views. It came out last year. It deserves about 10 times this number of views. It's uh, incredibly powerful stuff. So I'm going to show a collection of clips here from the Pandemic T2 
two documentary indoctrination. Uh, and you can find that and share it at plan at band.video, band.video, freeworldnews.tv. Here's a selection of clips from Plandemic 2, Indoctrination of David Martin. Here it is. In 2003, the Center for Disease Control saw the possibility of a gold strike. And that was the coronavirus outbreak that happened in Asia. They saw that a virus they knew could be easily manipulated was something that was very valuable. And in 2003, they sought to patent it. And they made sure that they controlled the proprietary rights to the disease, to the virus, and to its detection, and all of the measurement of it. We know that Anthony Fauci, that Ralph Barrick, that the Center for Disease Control, and the laundry list of people who wanted to take credit for inventing coronavirus, were at the hub of this story. From 2003 to 2018, they controlled 100% of the cash flow that built the empire around the industrial complex of coronavirus. The World Health Organization has officially named the, the novel coronavirus, coronavirus the novel coronavirus the outbreak. The, coronavirus the World Health Organization is a pandemic, an international a public health pandemic. emergency. Well, we know that the coronavirus manipulation started with Dr. Ralph Barrick in 1999. The major characteristics of SARS, MERS, and SARS coronavirus, too, it's a good way for you... Ralph Barrick is the researcher at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, who is famous for his chimeric coronavirus research. In 2002, there was a recognition that the coronavirus was seen as an exploitable mechanism for both good and ill. On April the 25th, 2003... The U.S. Center for Disease Control filed a patent on the coronavirus transmitted to humans. Under 35 U.S. Code Section 101, nature is prohibited from being patented. Either SARS coronavirus was manufactured, therefore making a patent on it legal, or it was natural, therefore making a patent on it illegal. If it was manufactured, it was a violation of biological and chemical weapons, treaties, and laws. If it was natural, filing a patent on it was illegal. In either outcome, both are illegal. In the spring of 2007, the CDC filed a petition with the Patent Office to keep their application confidential and private. They actually filed patents on not only the virus, but they also filed patents on its detection and a kit to measure it. Because of that CDC patent, they had the ability to control who was authorized and who was not authorized to make independent inquiries into coronavirus. You cannot look at the virus. You cannot measure it. You cannot develop a test kit for it. And by ultimately receiving the patents that constrained anyone from using it, they had the means, they had the motive, and most of all, they had the monetary gain from turning coronavirus from a pathogen to profit. Developing and owning a coronavirus vaccine has become a biotech arms race with political overtones. This vaccine gold rush is starting to bother me. Gold rush. Hmm. Let's keep that in mind. And so somewhere between 2012 and 2013, something happened. The federal funding for research 
that was feeding into places like Harvard, Emory, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. That funding suddenly became impaired by something that happened at the NIH, where the NIH got this little tiny moment of clarity and said, I think something we're doing is wrong. And in 2013, the NIH said, gain-of-function research on coronavirus should be suspended. The National Institutes of Health had a moral and social and potentially legal reason to object to research. But the letters that were sent to the researchers essentially said, you are receiving notice that we're telling you to stop. And now on the bottom of the page, we're going to clarify what stop means. Keep going. But when the heat gets hot in 2014 and 15, what do you do? You offshore the research. You fund the Wuhan Institute of Virology to do the stuff that sounds like it's getting a little edgy with respect to its morality and legality. But do you do it straightway? No. You run the money through a series of cover organizations to make it look like you're funding a U.S. operation, which then subcontracts with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The U.S. could say China did it. China could say the U.S. did it. And the cool thing is both of them are almost telling the truth. My systems flagged anomalies when I started seeing nonprofits and corporates and cover financing for coronavirus programs in the late summer and fall of 2019. Our first red flag came out when we read the World at Risk scenario. Now, there is an organization called the Global Monitoring Preparedness Board. This organization is a part of the World Health Organization, and this board includes Dr. Elias from the Gates Foundation and Anthony Fauci from NIAID. These two individuals, plus the director of the Center for Disease Control in China, come out with a recommendation that says that by September 2020, two global pandemic preparedness exercises have to be completed. And one of them has to be done on the release of a respiratory pathogen. You cannot find a person promoting this scenario that's not part of the interlocking directorates of the World Health Organization, the CDC, the NIAID, or the organizations that are the philanthropic cover organizations that fund them. We now know that there are over 1,300 patents currently issued and held by organizations that are multiply recipients of funding through the Gates Foundation, through EcoHealth Alliance, through the Sherlock Biosciences connection back into open philanthropy. And all of them also have links directly to NIAID Anthony Fauci's funding sources. If you have conflicts of interest in the funding and in the decision-making and in the inside knowledge that you have between competing or competitor organizations, that is a violation of the antitrust laws of the United States. These are federal crimes. This is not a time for us to go in a mob frenzy, find the perpetrators and haul them into the town square and pillory them. This is a moment for us to recognize 
that every decision that is being made today by any of the conspiring parties made perfect sense in each increment when each one of those decisions was made. The sum of those incremental steps has led to devastation because they lost touch with their fellow humanity. But that's an invitation for each one of us to examine how we're living and how not a single decision we make, not one, in any moment, is without consequence. This is our moment to reclaim our humanity. Incredible stuff. Plandemic indoctrination available now at band.video. I'm up here working on a Thursday night in mid-April 2021. And I just want to say something. I am so blessed and honored to work with this incredible crew that has come together over the years. It is truly an answer to prayer. And I am so blessed and thankful for all of you, the listeners of this show. I want you to know that I love you and I appreciate you. Whether you are old, whether you are Hispanic, white, black, it doesn't matter. You've got red blood. And if you love freedom and justice, and if you love our innocent children, we are brothers and sisters together. And it has just been an incredible experience to work with you over the years. And as crazier things are, I want to keep working into the future. But again, that's really up to you and up to God. So please, I hope God works through you and, and puts a message in your heart to support us. But again, that's up to you and your relationship with God. I just want to thank you all for the years of support you've given us and what you've done. And just ask you again to pray to God and ask what God's vision is for you. And hopefully God will touch your heart to continue to support InfoWars. God bless. It is through our five senses that we are kept fascinated and hypnotized by the lies we are told. And the only way to see through this illusion is with our higher senses, which is why fluoridated water is a big problem. Consuming too much fluoride forms phosphate crystals around the pineal gland and shuts down its natural functions. Natural functions which have been known for millennia. The Hindu chakras align with the endocrine system. The chakra aligned with the pineal gland is the third eye. Also described as the seat of the soul, the pineal gland is what connects us to higher levels of consciousness and otherwise unseen dimensions of reality. Fluoride-free water is essential to keeping our pineal gland healthy. Our water filtration systems with the proper filters will keep your drinking water fluoride-free and the ProPure showerhead will seal the deal. Get them both today for yourself or a friend at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. In the next hour, I will be welcoming Patrick Howley of National File. We'll be breaking down some very big stories, and he'll, he's promised some uh, unreleased news for us. So stay tuned to find out what that is. Uh, we'll be talking about his latest expose in national file biden's u.n racism inspectors to plan to restrict and criminalize free speech truly a daunting story truly terrifying if you know where this goes and you can recognize the obvious trajectory upon which we are now headed i wanted to find a uh i wanted to find a story here i don't know if i actually printed it out so I'll, uh, I just want to go over some of the stories uh, from today that uh, I won't necessarily expand on too much, but I think you still need to know about it. 
Here's a interesting one. Johnson and Johnson Johnson pulls application for accelerated approval of COVID nineteen shot in India. Johnson Johnson has withdrawn its application seeking accelerated approval of COVID nineteen vaccine. Drugs regulator, drugs controller general of India informed. It's yet to be clear the reason for the withdrawal of the application. J and J said in April it was seeking approval to conduct a bridging clinical study of its Janssen COVID nineteen vaccine candidate in India. Trials of the U.S. were going on. At the, at the same time, we're paused on reports of rare blood clots. Their withdrawal comes as India tackles legal challenges with manufacturers over indemnity issues. That's pretty interesting. Johnson & Johnson pulling application for accelerated approval of COVID-19 shot in India. And, of course, it stopped being issued in the U.S. because there were reports of blood clots during the testing. Which is all very strange because I have family members that took the J&J shot. Seems like that should have been the stuff that you went through before you started actually giving it out to people. But I guess that's what you get when you knowingly engage in a uh, experiment, a medical experiment for you. Truly incredible. Let's uh, talk about this real quick. There's a story I covered just a few days ago of a man who was being charged with a hate crime. We're spreading hateful racist propaganda, and that hateful racist propaganda was in fact a picture, a sticker that said, I heart white people. Yes, folks, hearting white people, loving white people is hatred, according to the truly hateful psychopaths that run our country and our world, in fact. Here's the story from DublinLive.ie. This is news, different story here from uh, from. Uh, Ireland, far right-wing group delivers racist leaflets to houses in southwest Dublin. Far right group delivers racist leaflets to house in, houses in southwest Dublin. Some of the leaflet was deemed as racist by locals living in the area. And what did these racist leaflets describe? What did they contend? What did they promote? Well, they believe the country's priority should be to house Irish people. And they want to spread the word. They also oppose the idea of cuckoo funds. I don't even know what those are. But I oppose them too. And some of the leaflet was deemed racist by locals living in the area. The National Party called to houses with leaflets said, House the Irish. Get our priorities straight. Ireland is our home and homes for Irish people are what we need. Other leaflets, other leaflets said, Claws off our country. Well, that's uh, racist apparently. Apparently that's racist. How's the Irish? In other words, the global elite are right now embarking on total genocide in Ireland. Not an exaggeration. They are literally tr- planning to flood the I- island of Ireland with many, many times more migrants from Africa and the Middle East than are that currently exist there, Irish natives. Like there's something like 4 million Irish natives in the island, and there is currently now embarked upon, activated, already going on a U.N. plan to bring something like 30 million immigrants into Ireland. So you have 4 million, or maybe 7 million. It's, it's under 10 million Irish people in that country, in the nation of their birth and their forefathers, going back for thousands and thousands of years. And they are now being flooded with many times more people from foreign places. Total genocide, total invasion, total supplanting of the native population by foreigners as a part of a massive governmental organization 
and plan. Ruthless and despicable. And yet standing up and just saying, how about we house the Irish is deemed racist. I I don't know. The the person that uh, put out these leaflets may be going to jail. They don't have free speech over there. And we don't have it here either, but at least we have to pay lip service. At least we have to pretend like we have it. But no, over um, in Europe, you can literally go to jail for opposing the racial replacement of your people. It's truly incredible. A member of the party tweeted, myself and members of our national party were out leafleting in Dublin Southwest to spread the word on setting our priorities straight to house the Irish and in opposition of cuckoo funds. Uh, And that's considered racist now. Ireland should take care of Irish people. What are you, a racist? That's the actual conversation that is being backed up by the full force and brutality of law. This story from Infowars.com is pretty funny. The internet celebrates the collapse of the left's woke Olympic icons. After a number of woke Olympic warriors went down in ignominious defeat this week, many Americans jumped to social media to celebrate their demise, Team USA or no. After spending years protesting against the USA, the U.S. women's national soccer team took an early loss against Sweden on July 21st, right after the Tokyo Games opened, and then were out of gold medal contention entirely due to Sunday's loss to Canada. Far from finding a Team USA loss devastating, many reacted gleefully when the team, led by loud and proud anti-American protester Megan Rapinoe, went down to defeat in Japan. Quote, Little Miss Purple Hair and her team of woke warriors fell flat on their faces. We read an article posted to conservative conservative commentator Wayne Dupree's website. Basically, they're calling this uh, karma. But let's look at what the reaction from the progressives have been because, I don't know, it's, um, it is, it is mental gymnastics to try to get into the mind of some of these weirdos, right? So Melissa Chen on Twitter says the U.S. has become polarized beyond belief around the world. Sports and football in particular have the ability to unite entire nations. Today, many Americans are actually happy to see U.S. women's soccer team lose out on a gold medal. What a sign of the times. You probably already understand what um, mental gymnastics I'm talking about. But just so we understand what's going on here, you have Megan Rapinoe who has taken her position as team captain of the United States national soccer team and used that as a bully pulpit to get up and express incredibly divisive, hateful, vicious, bitchy, anti-American ideas that that the media flaunted in our faces. And it's, you know, it wasn't one thing. It was like time and time and time again, she was using her platform as a member of this uniting sport, the sport that can bring everybody together to divide, to spread hate and division and spite and all of these awful things. Refusing to visit the White House, doesn't sing the national anthem. Uh, stands by all of these things, even when she's criticized, and uses her position to demonize America, literally. Complain about women not getting paid as much as men, even though 
Nobody watches women's soccer, so there's no money in it. (laughs) So it's just an economic decision. And so you have this character using her position as the leader of the soccer team to cause division and hate and and anti-American sympathies. And they expect us to keep cheering for her. And they blame us for not being sad when she loses. See, it's your fault. See, they're allowed to take the position they have and utilize it and exploit it to demonize our country and divide us and cast half of our population as hateful, backwards, ignorant bigots. Oh, but we have to accept that. We're supposed to love her still, and we're supposed to support her, and we're supposed to just pretend like this is a good thing and that she's not insulting us and that she doesn't hate our country. So it's like, I agree, Melissa Chin. Sports are a place where we can all unify and come together and have fun and show respect and celebrate humanity and keep politics out of it. It's your side that has ruined that. That has systematically, very carefully, and with almost total success, taken every single thing in this country that used to be apolitical, and you have turned it towards division, and you have turned it towards your own supremacy, and you've turned it towards your own political activism. And then you cry wolf and act like it's our fault that we actually don't like this? You can kick rocks. I preach about the dangers of cell phones all day long because they're supercomputers controlled by big tech that are spying on us everywhere we go and what we do. But because they have great cameras and great recording systems and great ways to communicate, I still have one because this Trojan horse, this Promethean fire, has a lot of power. But when I'm not using it, I lock it up in a high-quality Faraday cage, a privacy pocket at InfoWarsStore.com. We finally got them back in stock, the highest rated. They fit almost all types of Androids and iPhones at 50 50% off $14.95. They sell these babies for $29.95 all day long. We've got a private label with InfoWars on them for $14.95 because I want you to get them and I want you to buy friends and family these systems to educate them about what these, quote, smartphones really are. This is a great way to limit your phone time use. It's a great way to spend more time with your family and it's a great way to know you're not being tracked by the criminal globalist system. They're 50% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Guess who's criticizing Australia for imposing one of the most brutal lockdowns in the developed world? Piers Corbyn, Amnesty International, human rights campaigners. No. It's literally the communist Chinese government. The Global Times, the official mouthpiece for the CCP, published a scathing editorial describing Australia's decision to send members of the military to occupy Sydney and enforce lockdown as a move that seemed, quote, draconian among nations. Yeah, chances are if even Beijing is taken aback by your level of authoritarianism... That's a pretty draconian brand of authoritarianism. Now, obviously, on the one hand, China is just clapping back at Australia for the Morrison government's earlier criticism of China's atrocious disregard for human rights when it came to imposing its own lockdown. But the fact remains, he who fought with monsters has become the monster. Australia gazed into the abyss, and now the abyss gazes back at Australia. Because just like communist China, Australia is now officially a biosecurity police state. Australia 
is a post-democratic country. How else could you describe a country where protest is outlawed? Where under a newly proposed law, those who risk arrest by even daring to attend a demonstration are subject to onerous fines of up to five and a half thousand dollars. Where those who merely post anti-lockdown information online could face fines of up to $11,000. Where protest organisers face fines of $20,000. Where pregnant women who promote such protests on Facebook are arrested in front of their kids in their own homes. How else could you describe a country where people face $500 fines for failing to wear a face mask outside? Where surveillance drones are deployed to catch the unmasked? They're the eyes and voices in the sky. Social distancing is critical. Where grandmas sitting on park benches are arrested for not wearing masks. Where the public is ordered by top health officials not to speak to each other, even if they're wearing masks. Whilst it is in human nature to engage in conversation with others, to be friendly, um, unfortunately, this is not the time to do that. So even if you run into your next door neighbour, in the shopping centre, in the Coles, while you're at Coles Wars or Aldi or any other um, grocery shop, don't start up a conversation. Now is the time for minimising your interactions with others. Even if you've got a mask, don't start up a conversation. How else could you describe a country where police have the power to enter homes without a warrant? to ensure compliance with coronavirus rules, where authorities gave themselves the power to remove children from the custody of their parents to ensure compliance with coronavirus rules, where people are prevented from travelling further than three kilometres from their homes, where surveillance choppers are used to track down people who camp in remote locations, where senior government ministers refuse to rule out Australians being forced to wear electronic ankle bracelets, even if they're fully vaccinated, to make sure they're complying with home quarantine orders. Where laws are under consideration, giving authorities the power to arrest, quote, conspiracy theorists, if it's thought they may commit a crime in the future. Australia continues to pursue a disastrous zero-Covid policy that has seen towns 800 miles from the nearest city locked down after just one single Covid case. The country also continues to impose medical martial law measures that are so despotic Even China is jealous. When the world's leading communist dictatorship expresses surprise at the lengths you're prepared to go to to subjugate your own population, you know for sure that something's rotten down under. Folks, you can find and share that video at band.video. Australia has fallen. Just don't be friends with anyone. Don't talk to anyone. Don't look at anyone in the eyes. Don't breathe any air. Just stay inside, stay home, and die. Welcome to Australia. Really incredible stuff from Paul Joseph Watson. Please do share that video, Infowars.com, band.video. When we get back on the other side, the full hour dedicated to Patrick Howley of National File in his bombshell new expose about Biden's UN racism inspectors and their plan to restrict and criminalize free speech speech, possibly the most important story that I have on my desk today, and I've been eager to get to it, so I'll be very excited to welcome Patrick Howley to the program in the next segment. Stay with us, folks. It's going to be very big, and he says he has news that he's going to break here. I don't even know what it is, so I'm as excited as you are. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the southern part of Texas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Third hour of American Journal brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars.com, Band.Video. My guest is Patrick Howley. 
He, of course, is a senior reporter for National File. He's worked for the Epoch Times, Breitbart, The Daily Caller. He's broken stories including the Veterans Affairs Scandal, Ralph Northam's Blackface Scandal, and the Nexium Nexium Colts' ties to the Clintons and top Democrats. Truly a litany of successful campaigns against the globalist. Really incredible stuff. His Twitter is at Howley Reporter, and the website where you can find his work is nationalfile.com. Thank you so much for being on with us today, Patrick. Harrison, it's great to be here. It's good to be your brother in arms, and uh, it is certainly an interesting news cycle, but I would uh, not uh, choose anyone else except for Harrison Smith to uh, share this with. Well, I'm very honored uh, that you say that because I have to say your latest piece from National File titled Exposed, Biden's U.N. Racism Inspectors Plan to Restrict and Criminalize Free Speech has to be one of the most important topics that we could possibly be covering right now i mean this is tyranny by the back door i I mean it's incredible you know a lot of times i'll have stories and i'll I'll highlight one or two sentences that i want to read from the story this is one of those stories where i would want to just read the entire thing verbatim now nobody wants to hear me do that and i've got the author on the line so tell us in your words uh what is encapsulated in this bombshell report from national file Thank you, Harrison. This is very important, and it's going to be even more important in the coming months. This story is going viral right now. Congressman Matt Gates just shared it, um, and we really need to have these Republican politicians actually stand up for American sovereignty, because what's happening right now is the Biden regime, the Sleepy Joe regime, with this guy, Tony Blinken, who's the Secretary of State. Tony Blinken, by the way, who took $14 million in anonymous Chinese donations for the Biden Center at the University of Pennsylvania. And, you know, obviously, if you're taking anonymous Chinese donations, um, you know, there's a whole lot going on there that should be the uh, cause for impeachment or an, an impeachment or two like they did to our guy. But Tony Blinken has now invited the U.N. racism inspectors to the United States of America, the special rapporteurs. And Fernand Duveren is this uh, big shot intellectual in their world. And he is one of the special uh, rapporteurs. And he is going to lead this delegation with this uh, other lady who's a UCLA law professor um, from the African continent, uh, an immigrant to the United States. And she, by the way, has argued for migration as decolonization against the United States. So she's for open borders in order to decolonize the evil West. And so she's one of the people who's going to be giving a report about racism in the United States. And what they're really trying to do, I have busted this. We have all the videos up on nationalfile.com. They are trying to put forth a Uh, free speech killing censorship program in the United States to obliterate free speech in the United States, particularly on social media, okay, for so-called hate speech. They have a plan, according to Fernand here, very sophisticated Fernand, um, that if if speech is found uh, to be incitement to genocide, then it must be criminalized. That's a very vague interpretation. Obviously, they're going to be categorizing a whole lot of stuff as incitement to genocide. But here's one very interesting thing that he said on tape that I don't think he wanted to get out. 
He said, um, you know, on the idea that you cannot restrict social media, he said, I would reject that. There is a tendency in some countries to assume freedom of expression has to be absolute. I don't share that view. I don't think it's what is required under international human rights standards. When we talk about freedom of expression, there are situations where we can and, in fact, where we must restrict forms of speech that propagate hate. Of course, this guy has taken many shots at President Donald Trump. He's even taken a shot at Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay, he, uh, uh, him and his partner here, the, the people who are going to be doing this report obviously hate Trump. They've denounced him. They hate his supporters. Um, you know, between the two of them, they have gone on about nationalism and how evil nationalism is, how evil populism is, right? So these people are making it very, very clear who they're coming after. They're coming after guys like me, mm -hmm. and I don't care for it because this is a sovereign country, and we don't want the United Nations coming in here and obliterating the First Amendment in this country. They've already taken over a compound in Salt Lake City that they claim is international territory. Plus, you have the CHICOMs, which are part of the UN and obviously very tied into these global elites who want to see free expression in the United States obliterated. The UN is going to be the hatchet man in order to do it under this vague pretext of some kind of intellectual credibility because these people talk with accents. <laughs> no, it's, it's a great point. And, and that's it, right? It's you get into tons of detail here and you have quotes from these videos that are truly shocking, uh, calling for global regulatory approach to speech. Social media has to be regulated. Of course, they're predicating all of this on so-called hate, as you point out. And you get into all the details here, but let's just look at it at a bir as a bird's eye view. What we have here is the president of the United States and his underlings, including Anthony Blinken, who we also reported is a member of West Exec, which has provided a ton. It's a corporation there in between the White House and the executive building that provides a huge amount of the uh, Biden administration comes directly from this one corporation, West Exec, which Anthony Blinken was a uh, major member of. So all of this is happening behind the scenes, not, you know, in official capacity under, you know, in their offices, but previously in their corporate offices, they decide what to do. And now they have the power to actually carry this out. But just the bird's eye view is it's these people, it's this administration inviting in foreigners from the UN to have power over Americans and to actually decide for Americans what's best for our country. I mean, that's it in its most distilled form, right? And that's terrifying. Sounds like a UN insurrection to me. That's literally what a literal coup, a literal usurpation of our rights and our you know, ability to govern ourselves as Americans by an international cabal that we have no oversight over, no ability to recall, no ability to vote for or against, and they will simply dictate to us what they think we need to do in our country, and we have to accept it because otherwise, I, I mean, they're the ones with the guns, I guess. I mean, what re, uh, you know, what recourse do we have here as Amer as the American government sells out our sovereignty to the highest bidder? Well, we have to start talking about sovereignty on a county-by-county county basis and on a state-by-state state basis, but specifically county-by-county county because we can get sheriffs who will actually enforce the law. There's a lot of remarkable things happening all the time. For instance, in Missouri now, the governor has banned police officers from enforcing any federal anti-gun laws. Right. We need that kind of stuff happening on a county-by-county county basis, on a state-by-state state basis in every red state in this country and every red county in this country. And we need to start consolidating. We need to start moving, migrating, so to speak, 
into areas where there are fellow patriots, where we're going to have the rule of law, and we're not just going to be this fluorescent lit globalist shopping mall, you know, an open borders GDP experiment mm. with an anarcho tyranny government that's run by the UN and China. This is absolutely uh, not something that's that's uh, going to happen. And so what we're seeing here now, and I can reveal on this show, there is an effort underway to stop the U.S. Capitol Police from moving to Florida. The Capitol Police, I don't know if you know this, Harrison, oh, yeah. they're expanding now. They're famous now. Oh, yeah. You no. got that guy, you had that officer there, Harry Dunn, who claimed without any evidence whatsoever that the Trump supporters were chanting the N-word at him. Did not happen, obviously. Um, can you imagine that? Just, you know, all these sweet grandmothers at the Trump protest just ready to chant N-word, N-word. <laughs> right. and, and we never see the video. They never released that video, of course, right? Uh, very no, suspicious. No. no, it's it's absurd. And yes, the Capitol Police are expanding and they're also being given, you know, extra surveillance technology that the uh, uh, army uses in places like Iraq, uh, drones with incredibly high-resolution cameras so you can get incredible detail from super far distances so you don't even know you're being spied on. They'll also be, you know, have access in real time to your electronic data. And best of all, for them, the Capitol Police are not subject to FISA uh, requests, or, or not FISA, but uh, the open records request. They don't have to report things. FOIA, I think is what I'm thinking of. Um, they don't have to comply to that. They don't have to actually explain anything that they do. That's why we haven't gotten the name of the killer of Ashley Babbitt. That's why uh, this particular police organization is the one expanding out to hunt American patriots under the name of this falsified uh, insurrection. And of course, you make the great point that this is, in fact, China behind this and other pl other people in the UN Human Rights Coalition. There are places like Qatar and Saudi Arabia, places that still to this day have legalized slavery, places in China where you still see signs being hung up that are like black people not welcome in this establishment and they're going to come here and tell us that we're racist and impose restrictions on us it's absurdity to the highest level and we'll get into it even more i'm glad we have the full hour with you today patrick patrick howley on twitter at howley reporter and of course national file is where you find this story and so much of patrick's great reporting we'll be right back to break this down even farther gerald in south carolina Go ahead, you're on the air. Trying to move quicker. Hey, Alex. Welcome. Would like to say first off, thanks for being the voice of reason in amongst all this stupidity. Wanted to warn people, I've been trying to get a hold of you for a year, okay? I'm a double amputee, and I have bacteria infection on my lung that'll never go away. Uh, living defense saved my life. They had me on antibiotics for two years that almost killed me. Living defense brought me back. I wanted to just quote from the Bible, Jesus is saying, as to where we are. Are right now. This is Matthew 24, verse 9. Then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. That's right where we're at, brother. And that's because God's name is on the founding of this country, no matter what they say, and that's why the enemy hates it, because God created this country. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day -day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. 
Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Honestly, folks, the number of quotes in this article from Patrick Howley at National File that you can point to to just some of the most dangerous, you know, tyrannical mindsets that you can possibly imagine. It's incredible. They say this. And this, of course, is one of the um, repertoires, or whatever you call them. They say this will require addressing the root causes of hate speech and other human rights violation that target particularly minorities. The disease of the mind requires effective medicine and targeted measures. I mean, they're talking about nationalism like it is a pandemic to be cured. And who knows what sort of levels of lockdown and vaccine way we may you know require to cure us of this mind virus we have patrick of loving freedom and loving our people and our country and loving everyone and actually wanting everyone to be free and to to experience the joys and the the power of liberty we need to be cured of this apparently i mean this is genocidal you want to talk about genocidal language here it is well, it is white genocide. White genocide is a real thing, and it's clearly happening. You can look at my story about how Morgan Stanley has banned heterosexual white males from even applying for their sophomore summer program, whatever they do there. I mean, that, so, you know, white males are not going to be one of the people who get to have money in New York City on Wall Street uh, going forward. They've made that abundantly clear. Uh, similar to how Barnes & Noble at their flagship store uh, recently changed all of the uh, literary characters on the cover of the book to black people, but they got canceled because they changed uh, Dr. Frankenstein's monster to a black person, and that was deemed to be insensitive. But you know what's interesting is just the extent to which they are going to use this racism psyop in order to push every single policy that they possibly can. We're seeing it at school board meetings Mm -hmm. as parents all over the country are fighting against masks on kids or fighting against critical race theory. You had Rosalind Osgood, who is the chairwoman of the Broward County School Board, and some people, some parents who didn't want to wear masks went into a recent meeting about the mask mandate. They shut the whole thing down, and Rosalind Osgood goes, uh, she calls it an almost insurrection. Right. And then she's talking about how um, you know she has to comply with Ron DeSantis's executive order banning mask mandates, and she says, you know, I have to comply with the law even though the law doesn't work for people who look like me. How is masking children in demonic slave masks have anything to do do with African Americans or or the African American population, but of course, even these racism inspectors say, "Ooh, the virus is racist, right?" Because it disproportionately affects the people of color. They are going to use this racism psyop to push every single thing they want to do, and this—I mean, there's no end in sight with this. Um, they have right. been so successful and so effective at making people ashamed of their white skin that they are never going to stop because they realize that they have a mechanism 
of power. And let me just say, what they are doing is an insurrection against our stable American republic. They want to talk about democracy. We don't have a democracy. We have a constitutional republic. We have had a stable republic in this country. We had the economy of Henry Ford, the greatest economy in the history of the world. Okay, They have bled us dry. They have taken the life out of our economy. They are now pushing for migration as decolonization, as right. one of these racism inspectors says. And let me just say on this on this topic of insurrection, because we've got Harry Dunn now making up this whole fairy tale about people who chanted the N word at him, a horrifying fairy tale, never happened. Okay, but oh, he can uh, use I, that I, to correction, get agent, correction, Patrick. To I'm get sorry, political agency. I'm so I'm sorry. I do have a correction uh, that did happen quite a bit, but it was during the Black Lives Matter riots when black police officers were called all sorts of horrible things and nobody seemed to care. So just quick correction. Cops have been called the N word by groups of protesters. It happened during Black Lives Matter rallies and nobody cared about it. I just I wanted to clarify that before we move on uh, as you continue to completely eviscerate the liar Harry Dunn and his insane uh, fairy tales. So I'm sorry. This is so over the top, and you can go to National File. You can look at the photo of him meeting with Pelosi in addition to the other uh, witnesses there. So we obviously know what's going on here. But I just want to say on this topic of a so-called insurrection, just because a man, a good man apparently, okay, goes into the U.S. Capitol with a Viking helmet on, okay, that doesn't make him the dictator after a certain period of time, okay? The Joint Chiefs of Staff— we're not monitoring the situation going, oh, my God, the shaman, he sacked the Capitol. We have a new boss now. They were <laughs> right. never going to give this guy the nuclear football. If okay? only. This is not an insurrection. I wish it was. I mean, God, I'd vote for him. I Make him king, <laughs> man. It's better than Biden. No, but you're I mean, it, the absurdity that we have to delve into just to contend with these outrageous claims is, is uh, almost beyond description. And, you know. It comes through, you know, what you're saying has been evidenced in story after story after story that I've just covered today. For example, the fact that the New York Times refused to investigate the uh, source and the origin of the coronavirus and refused to uh, even, you know, hypothesize about it, uh, dismissed it out of hand because they claimed it was racist. Of course, uh, time and time and time again, these claims of racism are not only used to justify oppressive measures and the restriction of our rights, but also used in order to obscure the truth and hide the reality. Uh, you can't investigate that. It's racist to investigate that. It's absurd. We need to find out where the virus comes from. But no, these claims of racism time and time again are just roadblocks to our ability to understand what the hell is going on in this world. It's insane. Yes, that's right. Fauci used taxpayer money to fund the coronavirus bat project at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, where President Donald Trump, Mike Pompeo, have cited as the source of the outbreak. The world obviously needs to know that. And let me just say, you know, to the Viking shaman's credit, you know, during his brief reign, okay, the inflation was a lot lower. <laughs> that's right. Okay. There were no new foreign wars being created. It was laissez-faire government in the best sense of the term. And it was it was a stable time. I look back on the rule of the Viking shaman, and I remember it as a peaceful time. I remember him as a benevolent ruler, and I would like to have him back, honestly, over Nancy Pelosi and these uh, crazy idiots. And let me just say to the viewers, by the way, I'm going to be covering the trial of Asa St. Clair, the close friend and associate of Paul Pelosi Jr., the guy we busted, Nancy Pelosi's son, 
went over to Ukraine on behalf of what turns out to be a diamond mining scam very closely linked to the United Nations. So all of this stuff is coming together. All of this stuff is interconnected. All of this um, insane uh, agitation by the satanic Luciferian elites against American stability is all connected, and we're unraveling all of it. For instance, the fact that, you know, I can reveal here on the show that what the activists are trying to do to get these migrant kids over the border now is they are trying to appeal to the powers that be to get them what's called an S visa, which is a very rare visa. But this is their strategy now. An S visa is given to witnesses in criminal cases, and the activists are trying to get these visas for the kids and then not have any kind of criminal investigation, thus admitting that there's crimes being committed by the cartels who are bringing mm. the kids over. That would be an admission of illegality coming over the border, by the way. The border, just like the Nexium satanic cult there in upstate New York linked to the Clintons were bringing little kids with fake visas over the southern border to be part of their satanic cult as slaves up there in New York. So we know why they don't want to shut down the border. You know, who, we know what, what they're doing with these kids. Go look at what Aleister Crowley was talking about when, when he's talking about sacrificing young kids and, you know, performing these uh, faux sacrificial rituals, whether or not they actually do it. You know, we're, we're still investing that, But uh, we know what's going on with these people. We know what's going on with the 666. We know what's going on with Hillary Clinton, the witch of the woods. We know what's going on with these sick, sick people. And, and people need to know this right now, and they need to get angry because the U.N. is coming here to take our sovereignty away. Absolutely. And, uh, and the mark of the beast is right around the corner. Satanic is not uh, a, a hyperbolic label, folks. These are servants of Satan running our country. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what MyPillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Thank you and God bless. Go to frankspeech.com and enter promo code ALEX. Or call 800-675-4614 and use promo code ALEX. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Well, folks, very powerful interview with Patrick Howley talking about his very powerful expose here on National File. Biden's U.N. racism inspectors plan to restrict and criminalize free speech. And, you know, it's amazing. We can start talking about the U.N., we, you know, and and uh, and racism, and we end up talking about George Soros and uh, sacrificing children for Satan. That might seem insane to some people, right? Like you just hear that and you think, "Wow, these guys are all over the map." That's how intertwined all of this is. That's how interconnected all of these different topics are. That's uh, why I have trouble like figuring out how to 
put my stories into topics. It's like, well, this is one about how they're using racism to justify censorship about the vaccine. Which pile does it go into? The racism pile, the censorship pile, or the vaccine pile? It's got to go in all of them. That's why we have to jump around so much when we talk about all this stuff. And hopefully our audience has the uh, brain capacity to actually keep up and uh, the knowledge to actually understand where we're going with this. But I just want to read a statement from uh, Secretary of State Tony Blinken. Who says, as the president repeatedly made clear, great nations such as ours do not hide from our shortcomings. They acknowledge them openly and strive to improve with transparency. It is in this context that the United States intends to issue a formal standing invitation to all U.N. experts who report and advise on thematic human rights issues. He continues, as a first step. We have reached out to offer an official visit by the U.N. Special Rapporteur for Contemporary Forms of Racism and the Special U.N. Rapporteur on Minority Issues. So they have been invited into our country to tell us how we're bad, despite the fact that our country single-handedly has brought the human population as a whole up to heights of liberty and justice and human rights that the world has ever seen. And yet we're the demonized ones. We're the ones that have to talk about how bad we are. How about let's talk about the success that we've had. How about we talk about the victory that we've had over suspicion and uh, uh, superstition and hate. How about we talk about that instead? It's absurd. I don't want to ramble because I've got Patrick Hawley with me on here. Where do we go from here? I mean, we can cover absolutely anything, but I think really this is the most important thing we can talk about right now. The invitation of foreign powers into our country to override and usurp our government what could be more important than that all of our so-called leaders with the exception of president donald trump who is our president in exile all of our so-called leaders are idiots and traitors and quislings who deserve no respect whatsoever because they have invited so much foreign influence into the united states you can look at one of biden's top donors the guy who got him the nomination over uh, bernie sanders the guy's name is bernard schwartz turns out bernard schwartz kicked the dnc under bill clinton some cash bill clinton got rid of the sanctions on china in the 1990s after they were caught selling weapon tech to pakistan and then all of a sudden this guy bernard schwartz is selling his missile technology, okay, his rocket technology to China, to communist China. So he's giving rocket tech to China in the 1990s. This guy is still calling shots in the Biden administration. You can look at uh, Joe Kochet, who's actually picking the federal judges for the Sleepy Joe regime. This guy in his uh, divorce case was accused of being naked around his daughters, assaulting his daughters. I mean, these are these are very, very troubled people who are at the top. These people are not at the top by any kind of merit. I mean, look no further than Eric Swalwell. And by the way, let me just say to Chairman Chi, Feng Feng really deserves the Medal of Honor over there. She really committed, really committed over there. Um, And she went farther than Dianne Feinstein's driver for all those years, who was also a Chinese spy. Uh, Meanwhile, Dianne Feinstein's husband was investing in Chinese steel, investing in Chinese candy. These people are traitors, and they're idiots. They're like 90 years old. They spill soup on themselves, and they're selling out our country. And when the Trump grandmas and the Trump grandpas and the Viking shaman, okay, went into the Capitol on a righteous crusade to say, hey, we're not going to allow our republic to be stolen by you frauds what 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 do our leaders do oh they cry they put on bubble suits they flee underground oh boy that really inspires confidence doesn't it you can't even stand up to the righteous scorn of the trump grandmas these people are pathetic all of our leaders need to be thrown out of office 
pathetic traitors. I could not think of a better way to describe all this. And it's not just our politicians, right? It's our corporate leaders as well because they are one and the same. And you point out here, and you have a great story on National File, Morgan Stanley bans straight white males from applying for a college uh, summer program. That's just the latest in a long litany of Goldman Sachs and and BlackRock and a number of other massive corporations, making it an explicit uh, policy of theirs to exclude a certain race and sex from their hiring pool. I mean, that's A major point here as well, right, is the blatant hypocrisy. If you were actually legitimate in your attempts to help heal division and bring people together, you have my support fully. Uh, People of all race, color, and creed, I want to see them get along. When you use that as an excuse to greater divide, not only are you not doing what you say you're doing, you're doing the opposite, the inverse, and you're gaslighting us on top of it. And just to illustrate that, I go back to this uh, latest article from Patrick Howley on National File, where they talk about one of these uh, special rap-on-tour uh, Atiumi of Zambia said in October 2020, referring to President Donald Trump, quote, I think it's absolutely the case that if you have the head of government speaking about groups in ways that stigmatize them and associates them with the virus, it creates an environment where violence is more permissible and attacks are more permissible. I hate to say it. I agree. I agree. The way that they're dehumanizing people who don't want to get vaccinated is laying the groundwork for violence against the unvaccinated. But She doesn't care about that, does she? That's the point. These people are hypocrites, and while they'll scream bloody murder and claim racism in order to shut down your free speech, when it's actually happening and there's actual racism and hatred and vitriol being poured upon people for things that they you know, don't choose or do choose or whatever it is, they'll be silent on that. So it's not that these people are good people. These people are using your goodness as a tool to exploit you, and I think that's the point, isn't it, Patrick? Yes, you know, there's nothing I love more, Harrison, than those stock photos of every category of person. Like, here's an Asian woman, and here's a white guy, and they're all, like, at a picnic, and they just got their arms. So I just put a canceled on the the white man's right. uh, face there because uh, every, everything is about blaming Whitey now. they got to blame Whitey, including for the evictions. So they didn't even need to, you know, do this eviction moratorium. They did it. They controlled it, and now they are unleashing these people who didn't pay their rent, and they're saying, who did this to you? The white man did this to you go into the suburbs this month is going to be hot august is going to be hot with all this stuff because they are stoking racial tensions all of this is controlled and manipulated and it's white men who are being scapegoated for the sins of the satanic bilderberg system that most white people have nothing to do with we're going to have a situation where white mechanics in nebraska are paying reparations to high caste brahmin indians in silicon valley as ro Khanna has proposed so you know this is um this really is a targeted apartheid of white people And you look at the scumbags who have been running our society for the past few decades. Who was in charge of Nexium? The Bronfman family. Who was the Bronfman family longtime partners with and friends? The Maxwell family. Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell's father was one of the top people in the Israeli Mossad. Jeffrey Epstein, even more stuff is coming out now about how he was working for the foreign country of Israel. Even Rolling Stone has confirmed this. Not to mention all of the massive um, Republican and Democrat bipartisan groveling to communist China. There is this you know, coalition of evil forces all over the world that has staked their claim on the United States of America because we had the greatest economy in the world, because they could leech the money out of our great Henry Ford economy 
They could outsource the jobs like Willard Mitt Romney there, okay? And they could break the middle class, demonize the middle class, open up the borders, and create this uh, new world order that they're doing. But we are going to stop it. We're going to stop it. We are going to stop it. Congressman Matt Gates just uh, shared my stuff. We're going to stop it because we are going to defeat the Rothschilds again. You know, the Rothschilds were the ones who were against us when we were trying to do the election integrity bill in Georgia, and they got over 100 corporate executives together to try to stop it. That's why they moved the MLB All-Star game out of Atlanta, and we still passed the bill. And we're going to keep passing the bills. Whenever these fugitive Democrats in Texas come back, like the morbidly obese lady with the multicolored hair, you know, she's a lawmaker, right? Whenever they come back to Texas, we're going to pass that election integrity bill. We're going to keep doing the audits. We're going to keep trying to decertify uh, the election results, recall the electors. This has only just begun. It's so true. It really has. And as bad as things look, the globalists have been unopposed largely for the past 50 years. People are finally waking up to it. And really, our awareness is all that it takes. Now that we know, now that we can stand up against, now that we can identify and fight back against these people... Their plans are crumbling, and they're collapsing, and they're panicking, and it's amazing to see. When listeners call into the show and thank me for all I've done, I always stop them and I say, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for keeping InfoWars on the air. Thank you for praying for us, and thank you for spreading the word. If all of you will simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a privacy pocket for your iPhone or Droid, it will teach you and others that these things are surveilling you. It will remind you every day like it does me and my family, and it will protect where you go and what you do. Not because you've done something wrong, but because the big telecoms, big tech, and the globalists are predatory and are evil. And in the surveillance state, we need to more and more start doing everything we can to mitigate the criminal activity they're involved in. These are the highest quality, highest ratings. They're available at InfoWarsStore.com in four different colors, and they are only $19.95. The exact same pocket is sold for $24.95 or even $29.95 everywhere. They're available right now for $19.95, and they fund the InfoWar. Please take action today, protect your privacy, and fund the InfoWar. It is through our five senses that we are kept fascinated and hypnotized by the lies we are told. And the only way to see through this illusion is with our higher senses, which is why fluoridated water is a big problem. Consuming too much fluoride forms phosphate crystals around the pineal gland and shuts down its natural functions. Natural functions which have been known for millennia. The Hindu chakras align with the endocrine system. The chakra aligned with the pineal gland is the third eye. Also described as the seat of the soul, the pineal gland is what connects us to higher levels of consciousness and otherwise unseen dimensions of reality. Fluoride-free water is essential to keeping our pineal gland healthy. Our water filtration systems with the proper filters will keep your drinking water fluoride-free and the ProPure showerhead will seal the deal. Get them both today for yourself or a friend at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. Final segment here with Patrick Howley. You can find his Twitter at Howley Reporter, is the handle there, at Howley Reporter on Twitter. The website where you can find his work is nationalfile.com. He's also on Gab at Patrick Reports. It's on Twitter at Howley Reporter and on Gab at Patrick Reports. And of course, some of the most entertaining uh, threads that you can find on Twitter these days are on uh, Patrick Howley's uh, profile, in my personal opinion. 
Because, Patrick, you actually go head-to-head with people who argue with you. See, I, I don't do that. When people argue with me on Twitter, I ignore them outright because I just don't want to get into it. I actually admire that you go head-to-head with these people and sort of humiliate them a lot of times. It's extremely entertaining. I don't know how you have the patience to do it, though. I I really can't resist. And with a lot of these politicians, you know, they really humiliate themselves. These are not serious people. They basically exist in order to give the Chinese communists propaganda about how stupid our leaders are. All the Chinese have to do is turn on C-SPAN and see Jerry Nadler with his pants up to his nipples. He walks around with nipple pants looking like the (laughs) penguin. And they've got a whole day of just mocking America on their propaganda networks. These are idiots. These are very stupid, stupid people. And they're a joke. They're a disgrace. I don't take them seriously at all. I have zero respect for them. This is actually a statement from uh, Ted Lieu, okay? The Honorable Ted Lieu, a congressman, Mm -hmm. okay? He, He says... You have no right to spread your respiratory droplets on me, on others, in public spaces and in businesses. The majority of reasonable Americans are going to fight the tyranny of the minority who insist they can leave their saliva anywhere and we will win. So this is, I mean, these people are giving like Winston Churchill speeches about their own insane neurosis and their own like mental problems. And these are the people who rule over us. These are our congressmen. These are our senators, some of the biggest idiots in the world. Okay, and um, you know they claim, uh, oh, they, oh, we we still have nightmares. We're still traumatized about the Viking shaman and the Trump grandmas going in. I mean, these people deserve zero respect. We need to to totally clean house in 2022. First, of course, pass election uh, uh, integrity, but then get a real America First caucus in there with Dr. Paul Gosar as the chairman of the America First caucus to make sure that our side is is going to be running the House and then go into 2024 with Trump or uh, somebody else who would be even more radical. But obviously, Trump would be involved with that process. We can do it. And you know what? I, I have inspired the country because unlike Simone Biles, who quit, you know, when the sitting Democrat Senator Mark Kelly sued me, sued Tom Papert, sued National File because we accurately reported that he dressed as Adolf Hitler. We have the photograph of him dressed up as Adolf Hitler, okay, in his yearbook at the Merchant Marine Academy. He sued us thinking he could, you know, bankrupt us, run us down. And then as soon as it was about to get to discovery and we started sending out subpoenas, he folded he he conceded defeat, dismissed the lawsuit. We won. We showed, don't quit, America. Okay, we are the true champions of Olympic season. I am the real <laughs> champion of this Olympics, not Simone Biles. Yes, that's right. Patrick Howley, gold medal finalist in defeating the new world order and the globalist machine. It's uh, absurdly true, actually. It's, it's actually all true. It's all legitimate. It's funny that you bring that up because I just brought up this article and I was wondering how to how to bring this up because it ties in with everything else that you're talking about. But you brought up Simone Biles and it fits in perfectly. The headline from CNN is, quote, all the black women in the U.S. are tired. (laughs) They're tired, Patrick. And I, I have to issue an apology. Okay, I would like to apologize to the black women of this country that have to be used like pawns by these despicable idiots that want to put everything on to them, like absolutely everything. Everything they don't like becomes racist. Everything they don't like, suddenly they trot out their little pets to try to, you know, encourage some sort of guilt in the white population. It's absurd. It's insulting. And you almost have to tell yourself, like, This headline is a lie. This headline is a ridiculous lie that's attempting to speak for 
millions and millions and millions of people and uh it's it's just a lie and it's despicable and they're using uh all minorities really as human shields to carry out their agenda they don't like the filibuster suddenly the filibuster is racist they don't like this suddenly it's racist i mean it's so transparent they can't keep getting away with this can they patrick i mean it has to be obvious to people that they just throw racism on whatever they don't like how how much longer can they keep doing that well, I, I mean, we're just infringing on the black girl magic that they, they talk about now Apparently all the so. time. Um, you know, uh, they, they don't the Democrats, they don't actually do anything for black people. They, you know, they teach our children that, like, you know, uh, George Washington tore down the black man's uh, magic pyramids in Wakanda. And that's history lesson now, you know, or, or whatever. So they kind of glorify <laughs> black people. But at the same time, they're not doing anything to help black people get out of the class that right. we're all in if if we're not at Bilderberg, we're all in the underclass, and they want us to eat bugs and wear masks and cut off oxygen to our faces, and nobody's going to escape that fate. And I truly believe that after they dispossess the white people um, in Europe and the United States, they will come for black people next because their goal, the communist utopian vision, is to have a raceless society in which people have no identity, no mm. racial identity, no religious identity, no identity more significant significant than the cultural signifiers that they give us in pop culture, whether it's sports teams, pop music, or what your favorite movie is, or what your favorite fashion line is. And that's the way that people are going to identify themselves going forward as they try to obliterate all identity, all ethnic right. identity, and just keep people suppressed and beaten down. That's their agenda. That's what the UN has been about since the inception of the UN. They're now allied with the Chicoms and big finance, and they're coming here to America to tell us that we're racist, okay, and 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 to try to um, get rid of the First Amendment once and for all in the United States of America. I've just proved it today. This is what these people are doing. Yep, that's exactly right, uh, and and that does sort of bring it full circle because that's exactly what they're doing. And we know, and we could go on and on about this, but you know, when they say things, when the Smithsonian publishes a pamphlet that says, you know, personal responsibility and self determination is uh, is white and to be you know despised and hated, it's like it's obvious what they're doing. They want you weak and desperate and dependent, and they're claiming that it's racist to be otherwise. It's so transparently obvious. It's it's almost. You know, baffles the mind that it works on some people, but apparently it does. Now, I want to, uh, as we circle back to this um, really bombshell article about the UN racism inspectors planning to come here and, and restrict free speech, I want to go back to a prediction thread that I made back in uh, August of last year. So, nearly a year ago, two weeks, you know, until a year ago, and uh, I, I talk about all this sort of stuff. The the mail-in ballots and keeping coronavirus going for a while and cheating and then you know blaming all this blah blah, blah. but part but a main point of my prediction was the continuity continuity of government officials will call for aid by the un inviting foreign troops to help suppress the american uprising now it didn't quite happen that way right uh, and i'm not just saying this to point out like how good i am at predicting things the point is that it's been obvious and this has been the plan since the beginning and this is the only way you conquer america not from the outside but from the inside getting people to invite in their oppressors invite in their invaders and and uh, destroy us from the inside not not tooting my own horn here i'm pointing out that this has been the plan forever and now it's being enacted 
Well, that's right. You can look at Henry Kissinger's speech that he gave at Bilderberg in 1992, where he even talked about U.N. troops. And he said, as of right now, I'm paraphrasing, he said, you know, people would be concerned if there were U.N. troops here. But after a manufactured crisis where the people feel dependent on the state and and people have been, you know, totally wiped out in some kind of crisis scenario and they're anxious, then all of a sudden they will celebrate the one world government. They will celebrate the U.N. tanks uh, driving into this country. That's what they're all about. It's, um, um, you know, creating order out of chaos. You know, they want to create a satanic Luciferian new world order, but they have to create this anarcho tyranny. They have to destabilize first. And we're in the destabilization project right now. Obviously we've been through demoralization with all this pop culture nonsense and the commercials. And by the way, do you notice that in every commercial now it's like a a stupid idiotic white guy and like a, a cool black lady has to like teach him how it's, Hey, pull your pants. Up. Oh, you know, uh, it's just every commercial and every, every movie and every TV show and every comic book now. I mean, yeah, I've noticed. I yes, I have noticed that actually. <laughs> no, it's 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 uh, incredible. It's incredible what they're doing right in front of our faces, and it's obvious what they're doing. And this is absolutely unexpected, uh, unacceptable. The idea of having UN foreign troops in our country is absolutely the death knell of this uh, nation, and that's what they're paving the way for. And we have to stop them. And to stop them, we have to be aware of what they're doing. And to be aware of what they're doing, you got to go to National File and you got to see Patrick Howley's reporting because he's got the dirt and he brings the receipts to back it up. Really incredible stuff, Patrick. Of course, you can follow Patrick on Twitter at Howley Reporter, on Gab at Patrick Reports, and the website is nationalfile.com. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Keep up the great work. And, uh, and uh, I'm going to have to have you on again sometime soon because uh, I need the energy boost that you bring, my friend. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. I love the InfoWars audience. Buy land before BlackRock and the Chicoms get all of it. And Bill Gates, you know, buy land, localize, uh, come together. You know, we're we're all in this together and we need to, uh, you know, team up and use all our resources to win. That's exactly right. Thank you so much for being on with us, folks. Patrick Howley of National File making waves with his reporting and exposing the truth in a sea of lies. Really incredible stuff, folks. Thanks so much for being here with us. That does it for us at American Journal. The Alex Jones Show begins in one minute. Don't go anywhere. You know, it's crazy to get to this point. It's very bittersweet. Everything we've talked about has happened just like we said it would. And now we have a lot of credibility. But I don't care about that. I care about beating the New World Order. And it's because we have so much credibility, they can't allow us to stay on air much longer. And I don't have time to tell you all the stuff they're doing to us for a lot of reasons. I can't tell you what's going on. But let's just say this. We're going to see this through to the end. We're going to stay on air as long as we can. So please pray for us and please buy the products at InfoWarsStore.com. They're great products, plus they fund the operation. So you know, unlike other products you can buy, they're still great. Do they fund freedom? No, a lot of them don't. These are great products that fund freedom and fund justice when the whole world's waking up and looking for truth. That's why the globalists are censoring. They can't bring in all this tyranny and leave people like us on the air. So while you're at it, don't just financially support us and spread the word. Download everything we've done you can find and save it because who knows how long we're going to be on the air and the enemy is trying to destroy everything we ever said. 